Who's down to clown? I swear to God, John. Are we recording? Did you get that? <laughs> yeah, no, I got down to clown. Oh, good. That's how we're starting. All right. <laughs> Who's down to clown? All you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with Garrett and John. We're back on this rainy Sunday. It's been really wet the last two and a half weeks here. Yeah. I can't mow my yard yet. I'm like, I don't want to push it through the mud, you know? Yeah. The grass is getting out of control. It's been very annoying. Hey, Mark, how's those first world problems treating you? Oh, man. It's tough being an American. You know what I mean? It's horrible. I'll tell you what. But look, I mean, I'm not like a weather person but wouldn't it be possible a meteorologist yeah whatever (laughs) would it be possible to get rain spread out across the whole year instead of nine months of no rain and then three months of all rain i like your plan i'm voting for you for weatherman i'm actually voting against this because the rain depresses the hell out of me so i'd rather have it all one little spurt be depressed for like a short period of time and then have the rest fair what if it was just only on thursdays i could i could work with that one day a week Fucking suck anyway. Can you make that happen? Yeah, I'm on it. Fake Friday, so. That's bowling night, so I'm cool. (laughs) Yeah, Thursdays suck, man. Yeah. Pretending to be Fridays. What was that TV show, Must See Thursdays or something? Or is that TGITs? (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's what it was, yeah. Well, we're here today to talk about Terrifier 2. came out in 2022. This is the sequel to The Terrifier. Well, can I ask you guys real quick, uh, what have you been up to? Well, you see anything cool? Anything new? The only thing I've really been doing is playing Resident Evil 8 in third-person mode. They just released that okay. DLC, so I did buy that, that for our, our streaming stuff coming up. Okay, good. It's, it's not bad. I like it. Do I you think, like it better than the first-person mode? I think I do. Okay. I, I think I do. I, I, it's more immersive. You know what I mean? Um, you feel like you're there a little bit more, which yeah. is weird because most people feel the opposite way with first person. I think for seven and eight, I like the first person, but you give me the two, three, four remakes, I'm still good with the third person. Do you really get a sense of scale with Lady Dimitrescu? She's still very big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to know. Yeah, that's not Is my dummy mommy still big? That's all She's I need to know. She's a big lady. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I've been watching some of the Cabinet of Curiosities, the Guillermo del Toro uh, anthology series. I like the L roll. That was nice. Yeah. Tried very hard okay. not to fuck it up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes in, I think those are pretty fun. Uh, getting a lot of hints of the old stuff like Tales from the Dark Side, uh, you know, a little Twilight Zone-esque stuff. Uh, they're all about 35 to an hour in yeah. length, I think. I think the second one's the shortest. That was like the only 35-er, and then the rest are like 50-plus. That's the one with the graveyard robberies? Yeah, with the rats. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Rats yeah. off to you, baby. Yeah. Yeah, another show, man. All killer, no filler. It's good. Got famous people in every episode. You mm-hmm. know, I always see a, a face that I'm like, oh, that guy. That's Two Lovecraft-based stories? You haven't got to them yet, I don't think, but... Well, the one with the graveyard, when he gets down there, there's like a Cthulhu-esque statue underneath all the, the plots. Yes, yep. very cool. Yep. But there's two directly inspired, or they claim, Yeah, there's right? so, so, so much more, more yeah, Lovecraftian stuff. Speaking of Lovecraftian stuff, man, there's a lot of Lovecraft stuff happening in horror right now. Oh, yeah? What do yeah. you... Well, we'll you... talk about it. Go ahead and finish, Mark. Okay, no, I would just say I highly recommend it. I'm going to stick with it. I hope it gets another season. 
I love these anthology shows because if one episode is kind of a bummer, the next one's going to be the tits. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like creep show. It's like, it's like, right. even if you find one could be like lackluster, the next one usually like pulls you right back up into it. I think if I were to kind of compare the two, I think this is probably a caliber above creep show. Yes. Creep show is definitely so. more of a schlocky B feel to it where this is trying to be a little more than that. Okay. But this has got Netflix money. Creepshow's got Shutter money. So. <laughs> and there's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what have you been watching, John? Uh, honestly, that same. I finished it. I watched all the episodes of Cabinet of Curiosity. But then I think I watched a couple of really shitty horror movies on Peacock. Hmm. Uh, Did you finish your fan script for Maverick 3? The Maverickine. Mm. Uh, you know, great, great question. No, I'm continuing to work on... Uh, I haven't even flinted on the Maverickine or Maverick Boogaloo. More to come on the name, <laughs> but... <laughs> I have not. I have not finished a script yet. The Maverick Rick and Roll. So many options, uh, to be honest. The Mavericking. I, I, I basically spent the last two weeks just thinking of titles. The Maverickverse, really. Basically, when you... <laughs> yes. Someone called James Wan. The new MCU. Well, since we're talking about Top Gun yet again on this podcast... <laughs> not my fault. I didn't bring it up this time. I meant to ask you, did Val Kilmer come back at all? Yes. He's in it. Okay. He is in it. He does a great job. They work around his voice problems. It, it's stupendous. Okay. I'm going to get around to it. I just haven't yet i have the blu-ray i will give you it's the it's the oh. 4k ultra hd you, you mean borrow you're borrow. not gonna actually no, literally of course give not. them your copy no of, let's no. be real here this is my most valued possession <laughs> you should feel honored i'm gonna hand will you lend me the you. first one too i know you got a physical of that too no i don't actually don't. i only have a digital oh, okay. copy of the first one on itunes then i'll go scrub it up somewhere online and watch yeah. that before i get to the maverick it's probably been 20 years since i've seen the original top watching back to back I'm telling you, you, you hanging, <laughs> hanging with the boys. Can't go wrong. I, I kind of just want to go back and watch the spoof movie too. Hot shots, hot shots, oh, and hot shots Jesus part two. I forgot those. <laughs> I didn't find those that funny, honestly. They were funny as a kid. I yeah. bet they suck now. I basically remember the chicken shooting. Oh, the Rambo, the Rambo. Scene. Yeah. yeah, I barely oh. remember those films. I want to watch them too. Naked Gun movies still hold up though. The but. Naked Gun is one of my favorite comedies yeah. of all time. Agreed. It's really good. Well, Garrett, what about you? Oh man, I was in Vegas for a couple days, so I am tired. I am barely hanging in there. I. Let me ask you, is there still dudes on the street slapping pamphlets for ladies? Way, way less now. Okay. Way less. It used to be much more prevalent. Now it's very small. They did it made a bunch of like rule changes to like, you know, solicitation and stuff like that. Mm. So I think there's a lot more like, let's play it cool. Um, did get offered drugs walking along nice. <laughs> this trip by someone. And it was funny because the people I was with were like, they didn't offer us drugs. And I was like, yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. <laughs> you don't um, look like the type. Wow. Did the dare, did your dare training kick in? Did you just say no? <laughs> I, I analyzed the situation. I was like, this guy looks like an undercover cop. No, thank you. All right. Um, Smart man. We Smart went to a man. rad tiki bar. That was awesome. Love a good tiki bar. That's like my home away from home. You put some pink and blue lights on some tropical like plants and i'm happy i'm gonna guess by the fact that i've seen you drink so many blue drinks with umbrellas in them that you probably have a whole cabinet full of tiki mugs downstairs i actually don't own any tiki mugs. what actually i own one okay i own one a one. mystery science theater one all right so, that's fair you know just to really class it up <laughs> um no um i don't like to make tiki drinks but um i'll i'll, I'll patron patronize patron i'll pay for them all day i'll long. drink them just not make them <laughs> yeah um, other than that, I've been watching a few horror movies. I uh, watched The Cabinet of Curiosities, which is just, as John would say, a banger. Mm -hmm. And um, Is that what you would say? 
I did. Well, yes. I, I mean, okay. I, this time I said all killer, no filler, but it's it's synonymous with banger. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. the synonym. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of um, Lovecraft stuff, uh, Guillermo del Toro. I did not roll my L like you did. Sorry, audience. Guillermo. You got to watch more what you do. Guillermo. What we do in the shadows. That's why I learned how to say it. Guillermo del Gizmo. Toro. Gizmo. Um, the, I think he, my name's Guillermo Biermo. <laughs> they released the test footage for the Mountains of Madness. That shit was sick. That was so creepy. Like, I'm so excited Del Toro is doing some Lovecraft stuff because if anybody can do it right, this guy's going to nail it. If a man can make ladies get wet over a fish man. Yeah. Was that his can, last movie? I think so. Boy, he does take a long time. Did to you put see my out. water pun I just did? I don't yeah. think you caught up. Yeah, no, no, we, we got yeah, it. Yeah, I got, got it. <laughs> I was just leaving that one for the audience. That's fair. <laughs> There's also a Lovecraftian fish monster movie that won the HP Lovecraft Film Festival called Freeze. The trailer's out for that. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. That looks really creepy as well. Okay. Freeze like in the art world or freeze as in like cold? Freeze as in cold. Okay. So Yeah, like it's a stop moving. I have a feeling it was frozen <laughs> and it got unthought. It got thawed. Ah, you know. I see. So unthawed, as as the kids say. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, there's been like just a little bit of random news about stuff. Uh, Mark, I'm sure you've heard that there is a Netflix movie coming out called Gamera Rebirth. I actually didn't hear that. Yes. So this is news. Breaking news. Giant turtle in sky. But I'm about, but I don't so know how you make Fangoria, you sound. That's good. That <laughs> worked. You. Fangoria has a, a teaser and it's uh, announced for Netflix, Netflix and it's called Gamera Rebirth. So that's coming. Very cool. So that. for all you Godzilla nerds out there. Other than that, there's been some cool trailers coming out. Salem's Lot got an official rating. So we got to be getting close to that finally coming out. I'm excited. It's R. That's that's good. Yeah. Always a good, always a good sign when a horror movie is rated R. Other than that, just your same old shit. So let's talk about a movie. That well, I was forced to watch this week. Real quick, we'll, we'll get into that. No, in a okay, second. okay. No, no, no. Take your the, time. The uh, the only other bit of news since we're not going to do a grave talk news pile this week because there just wasn't a whole. Oh, lot we will. There. We're just going to talk about Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It's called Top Gun Pile. Uh, <laughs> TGPs. <laughs> called dog pile with the tops oh shit all right i like that mm. the bloom house and um james, james Wan. studios are talking about merging into one yeah, atomic monster the, i was gonna say this for the news pile but i guess we're gonna talk about it now this okay. is the news well, pile we're piling news let's you actually let's have more than that for the news because that's the only thing i saw no i had a little bit more but you know what I like just mashing it all in here. This is good. Let's just mash it in. We didn't have a cold open, so. Yeah, fuck that. Let's mash it in. Yeah. This is our news open. We're going to call it Wan House. To the mashables. So, yes, James Wan's Atomic Monster and Jason Blum's Blum House are uh, set to merge into one giant horror factory machine thing. Conglomerate. How do we feel about this? Because, honestly, I'm torn. Yeah, I was really kind of like scratching my head as like, okay, first off, I need to see a list of all the Atomic Monster movies because I don't quite know because the first one I thought was Malignant. Yes, the only one, yeah. Is that an, is one of the Atomic Monster movies? That's a James Wan film studio movie. Okay. Does he do Conjuring? Is that, is that in his? They are. Oh. Yeah. So those actually do qualify there. Okay. Um, I know he directed it. I didn't know if he if his studio produced it. The Nun. Annabelle, The Nun, Conjuring, that Mortal Kombat Can't you movie. Did you see this one was a nun? <laughs> so we could get like a, a, well, I guess we already could have had a Mortal Kombat Nun crossover film. I swear to God. I'm waiting for Mortal Kombat 12 where Lorena is one of the playable characters. Yeah. Because she's already a fucking Ed superhero. Warren. <laughs> Ed Warren. Ed Warren. Ed Warren. Not Ed Warren. Ed Warren. 
Warren. Sutton Every- Lorraine Warren. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're going to be characters in Mortal Kombat. I say. love it. Um, I don't know, because Jason Blum's Blumhouse is more of like a production side of things, right? Like, they're yeah. not making the movies, right? They, they make some. They, they make some. They mostly produce a lot, of, a lot of stuff. But James Wan's been doing that a lot, too. I think it was James Wan that actually started that whole, like, um, funding for female uh, writers and directors to get their movies um, a chance to get made and stuff like that. So I think there's there's a lot of potential good that could come out of this as far as like, you know, really breaking it open for for more. But I hey, you know, we're getting a streaming service out of this. <laughs> these, think, these two man, are definitely going to make their own streaming service. Something we don't need. Yeah. Another one of that. those. <laughs> it's going to be called Spook Channel or something. I don't know. Maybe I can complain about Screenbox some more. Here's some news. Screenbox <laughs> still sucks. <laughs> Have you tried watching anything else? Uh, no. All I got it for was Terrifier 2, and I'm going to, now we're doing this podcast, I'm going to cancel it because it sucks and it didn't hook me. Wow. Well, there you go. Audience, um, get at us. What do you think of Screenbox? If you don't think it sucks, you haven't used it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little more info on this merger. Um, it was said that the idea was the Alliance is going to increase output from each side where Blumhouse usually puts out three to four movies. This will allow them to put out closer to eight a year. So. That's not a bad thing. More horror is not a bad thing. Cause I mean, malignant snuck up on us. Yeah. There's been some really good, um, James Wan films, uh, insidious a fucking classic. I love insidious. Um, Truth. so I mean, I don't think this can be a terrible thing. I do wonder about like, is this going to push a little more indies out for more Halloween ends type situations or, is this going to allow just both to be able to, um, you know, get proper budgeting and marketing and stuff like that? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what this does, because I think the horror genre industry has basically always had like an uphill battle to to really kind of fight into Hollywood. I think with this, this might be make them like, you know, powerful enough to kind of really just kind of like kick open some doors and force their way in, you know, get Terrifier 2 nominated for Best Comedy at the Academy Awards. I think this will allow them to focus on um, like streaming service movies, like straight to Peacock stuff a little more, which is notated in this article I'm oh. looking at. So this is part of the, the, the I idea. Think Peacock, like not Peacock, NBC somehow must own part of Blumhouse because that's where all these Halloween movies end up. They have an agreement. Yeah. So uh, I if think that will help smart. They'd that. switch that over to Shudder. If Shudder was any kind of fucking like, they don't have the money. Yeah. I, they they need to take the money out. If they could grab the Wan and Bloomhouse like brands at least for like a year, man, that would really put Shutter way back on the map. That'd be a great Shutter's, exclusive. Shutter's rad. I like Shutter. They've got a lot of really cool stuff. But there's also like it's dwindling now that it like all the big studios are are buying back their like horror movies and stuff like that. Man, it is hard to find some name brand horror films in there. True. I guess my only other concern with this merger is I don't want to see everything get homogenized in the same style of movie. Like a lot of the atomic monster stuff is already conjuring universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see them branch out more. I think this will allow them to do that. I think this is going to allow them to really kind of, you know, like we, we make our two to three, you know, guaranteed money makers a year. Let's take like when Disney, remember Disney used to every year, they had three movies. They had their, their guaranteed blockbuster, they had their secondary blockbuster, and then they had their third backup movie. Like, Emperor's New Groove was a backup movie. We only got that because Treasure Planet and Fantasia 2 kind of fucking bombed at the box office. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we're going to, like, instead of seeing those kind of get pushed back, we'll get a chance to see those come out more. And I don't think that, you know, I guess it was James Wan that did Malignant. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to see a lot more, like, you know, they'll, they'll take a shot. You know, if they're doing eight movies a year, I feel like at least three to four of those will be, let's see if these hit. 
And if they do, then they can become the the AAA titles that come out each year. But and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they still bet on these wild cards. Like a so malignant. you don't have to do a Halloween every year. You could do a Halloween this year, skip a year, go you know next yeah. year, like Conjuring one year, Halloween next year, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I got a pitch for him. Here's out of the box thinking we are way overdue for a scary movie. Uh, that Wait, franchise the comedy? Has, no, yeah, get out of here. Late you know? to rest for a while. So I want to, you know, I want to see, uh, I want to see the Waynes brothers come back. I, I, I'm good. That was a time and place. <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, I, I, man, Scary Movie was a terrible movie. The second one has its moments. I think the first three are pretty all right. Then it really gets off the rails. Yeah. The, the third one, they did such a great spoof Part of seven. Eight. Just really wasn't pulling it the down. The third anymore. one did a really great spoof of Eight Mile. Well, speaking of funny movies, let's talk about Terrifier Two. Hilarious. Was this, was this movie funny? I think there's parts that were pretty yeah. good. Okay, I yeah. laughed my ass off at a few parts. Art played up the clown aspect of his personality a lot this this go around. Yeah, okay, my Mime. first question: How much time would you cut from Terrifier Two with a runtime of two hours and forty minutes? How much time would you, John, and Mark cut from Terrifier Two? Forty to, to fifty minutes. I think it's really? been a real tight two hour movie. Well, no, it's two twenty, right? Not two forty. It's two eighteen. Two eighteen. So eight. So twenty minutes. My bad. My bad. So I think it'd be a tight two hour movie. Maybe a it half. Felt maybe like two hour, hours and forty minutes. Maybe an hour fifty. I think you, if you can get it down to an even two, it would have been perfect ish. Yeah, you can cut like six minutes off of when we first find see that weird fucking dream. That seemed that became like a whole music video. That was the only part that I would have cut. Believe it or not, that's the only that's, part. Not the, completely out, but I would have. Are you talking about down. Clown Cafe? Clown yeah. Cafe. Yeah. The food strange or whatever. I'll, I'll tell you what I would start to excise out of the movie. Um, I would start by cutting down the opening, even though I love that opening song by the Midnight. Mm-hmm. I love me some synthwave, but then we didn't need to hear the whole song while she's spray painting her, oh, her armor. I loved that intro. It, it re- really, it really set the tone for this whole movie for me. And it I reminded think- me of the Friday, the, the Dream Child, no, Dream Warriors. Because that's how that intro is. She's building. You keep saying Friday the 13th and Gosh. then referencing Freddy movies. Nightmare right on afterwards. Elm Street, <laughs> Dream Warrior. It's when like she's, the third podcast I know. you've done that. I love this. Here's the thing that the audience probably picked up on that you haven't is that I'm dumb. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I do think Secrets like that. revealed. Yeah. Uh, um, no. no, I'm not saying it wasn't bad, but when you, you got to think of the whole product. Like it's yes, just too no, bloated. I, I, you know I what agree, I mean? I agree. With a two plus hour runtime, yes, that would be one place you could you could cut and you would not lose anything. Mm. The Clown Cafe song, definitely I think the the lead into that could have been shortened. But honestly, like I watched this movie fully expecting to be like, this is way too gratuitous. This is way too long. I'm done with this. You know, like I only had that happen twice. Like I was like, I'm okay with this being a two hour long movie. Two hours, yes, but it doesn't need to be the length of an Avengers film. Yes. They could have probably cut some of that possum nonsense. That was irrelevant. I I actually really like the scene where they... they anyway, we got a lot to get through. Uh, let's just start off by reminding the listeners, if you clicked on this one and you don't know what a terrifier is... <laughs> It's a creepy clown who terrorizes and basically mutilates people. The first appearance of Art the Clown was in a short film by Damien Leon, the director, writer, producer, editor of this property, in a short called The Ninth Circle, where he literally was only in it for about two minutes, where this girl gets kidnapped by Art inside of a bus stop 
And then she wakes up in a hellish labyrinth where there's like demons and other things. But like the and that movie was called All Hallows Eve, I believe. Well, no, this is the sh- before that. This was the oh, ninth. before it yeah. was in the, the this the was his very, his movie. very oh. first short film called The Ninth Circle. His first foray right. into this. And all the feedback he got was like, man, that clown was really cool. You going to do anything else with that? Well, yeah. Then Garrett said uh, All Hallows Eve was an anthology collection that came out in 2013. The third short being Art the Clown uh, terrorizing a gas station worker where he smears his feces on the bathroom walls, which then would lead us into the 2016 movie, The Terrifier, where Art got his full-length film. It was like an hour and 27 minutes or something like that. That one was too long. That's, <laughs> That's what, what? No, seriously, that, that movie did not have enough plot beats to make that movie worth an hour and 27 minutes. But oh, I like the first one. There are, there are parts of the first one that are very charming and very enjoyable. I go back and Charming. listen to our first Terrifier episode if you'd like to know our thoughts on that. But um, I was not a fan of part one. The sadistic killer clown movie that had no plot. And I was totally OK with that. Yeah, because all it was is was here. We're just going to do these gnarly murders and try to be inventive with them. And this clown who's kind of creepy and smiles a lot. That's the it whole was movie. Like a faces a death movie. But like, you know, it was not. They, they, were like, they were trying to like really hard. Like, like, isn't this clown cool? And I'm like, no. But no, the, he's not. The problem is that this new one, it has supposedly has a plot, but it's gibberish. It does. No, this movie has a plot. I was in for this movie. I thought you would hate it because I'd be like, man, Garrett loves backstory and wants I to know do love answers backstory. to no, There's I, no backstory oh, no, here. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little pissed at some of the end backstory it's here. All because, qu- it's all questions. But the thing is, some of the questions they posed were so bananas that I'm like, I, I'm in because I want to know more. Most backstories are like, and they gave the baby up for adoption and that baby grew up to be a killer. And you're like, okay, who fucking cares? Like we know, we knew that from day one. Also my second note in my, um, my long, long list of notes is, is art their dad? Good that question. was never answered. But the it was alluded situation. to that there is some sort of family dynamic there. But let's get through yeah, let's, all these. Let's the, get through this. Bud. Let's get through the rest of the info first. So, Garrett, like your criticism of part one, Damien must have heard a lot of other people say the same thing about having very little plot. So then he spent three months writing a character-driven screenplay following the criticisms of the first film. And this is what happens. Probably should have spent four <laughs> months. That was my biggest complaint in part one. I didn't care about these women getting killed or these dudes getting fucked up or this bathroom getting defecated on because I was like, why do I care about any of this? But in this movie, I actually no. But even in Friday the Thirteenth, you care about the people at camp. At no, least to you some don't. Degree. I just want to see <laughs> Shelly. I could not give a shit. But he's so annoying. I could not wait for Shelly to <laughs> wow. get stabbed. In but the, the face. thing is, you you were invested in Shelly dying. In the first one, I didn't care if anybody died because right. I had no connection to anything. What about the guy in the wheelchair in Friday Part Two? Uh, you cared about him a little bit. I mean, right? I cared about it. What about the guy in the wheelchair from Texas Chainsaw here's, Massacre? Here's Franklin. Here's Everybody Franklin. loves Franklin. Here's the plot: yeah. bunch Great of teens barbecue. are going to a camp where they shouldn't be, and they get killed. The end. That's the whole plot of every single one. You of watch it. your movies like you live your life simply and, until <laughs> I'll give you this and, until the end, where then it goes. Bunch of teens come, and one of them has ESP, and a bunch of teens come, <laughs> and then they get on a boat. <laughs> All right, look, the John is right. There's there's a perfect place for popcorn drive in flicks where you just want to mindless kills and that's what terrifier one is yes you know but the thing is usually the killer has some kind of gimmick or some kind of thing that really the guy's a clown that's his gimmick (laughs) Uh, a mime that's sorry that's not enough of a gimmick for me honestly but okay well he he got some funding from some private investors and then went to indiegogo to raise fifty thousand dollars where he in fact made 430 percent times his goal 
and ended up with $250,000 to make this film. Wait, that's what he spent. Wait, no, this movie was less than a million dollars. 250,000 is what Wikipedia with all the practical effects. This was less than a million bucks. Yeah. Get fucked, man. That's amazing. And at the time of recording, it's already brought in $11.1 million. I hope that the actors got some points or something on the back end, because I can only imagine that they got paid like SAG scale. I feel like Damien, he seems like the kind of dude who'd be like, let me hook you up. He's like, like, I I don't think, I think he's he's definitely going to pocket and make that Ferrari money. But I definitely think he's the kind of guy that'd be like, yo, y'all help me do this. Here's a couple bucks. Because I mean, they must have got paid like in Wendy's gift certificates. <laughs> like, <for laughs> My mom baked you lunch. There you go. Have some lasagna. Yeah. Well, who's the actors hey. in this? Because I've got a lot to say about the acting. Oh, Mark's okay. going to get there. I've got it right here, as a matter of fact. This one stars Lauren Lavera as Sienna. David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. Jenna Cannell as Tara. Catherine Cochran as Dawn. I feel like those two are from the first movie. Yeah. Oh, but Maybe they were in the first. Yeah, they're, they okay. do that interview scene yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. They brought that back. I didn't need to see that yeah. shit again. Samantha Scafferty as Victoria. Kaylee Hyman as Brooke. Chris Jericho make his uh, little cameo in the after credit scene. I wrote down, I was like, is this Chris Jericho? It was. He's the best Y2J. Yep. And uh, we also had a small bit part from Felissa Rose as Ms. Principe. The like, principal, yeah. 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 Talk like, about bit part, man. She was in there for five seconds. I'll take five seconds of Felissa Rose any day. But the way they blasted out that Felissa Rose is in Terrifier 2, like when they were filming that thing, I was yeah. like, all right, two seconds of screen time. I thought she was there the... for 45 minutes and a lunch. Yeah. It's like when they advertised John Waters and Excision and he's there for like two seconds. Yes, right. it was exactly that. He had more screen time than Felissa he Rose did. He did, but it's still the, kind of the same thing. I thought exactly. she was going to be the mom or something. Nope. Just I know, the right? walk on principal role. Uh, Casey Hartnett as Allie, Katie McGuire as Monica Brown, Amelie McLean as the pale little girl, mm. and Elliot Fulliman as Jonathan, and Sarah Voigt as Barbara. Okay. How is Jonathan way the fuck down there? That's a good question. <laughs> I forgot to, I had to go back and screenshot them because it's like, where's Jonathan and the mom? <laughs> yeah. They're like the co-stars of this movie. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Anyway, currently on Rotten Tomatoes, this one is sitting at an 87% with the critics no. out of 61 reviews. Okay. That's way too high. I'm and sorry. 80% with the audience out of 500 plus. I'll put it around 80%. I'll put it from anywhere from 70 to 80%. This is the kind of movie that a lot of the places that don't get horror just didn't write a review for. 67 reviews is not okay, that, that much. Okay. That's probably very true. Mm. I guarantee you, you know, like Cisco and Ebert aren't like, right. you know, being like, you know what we sat down and watched today? Terrifier 2. There's no New York Times review for Wait, Terrifier 2. guys is dead, right? They're both dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Siskel died a long time ago. Ebert died about five years ago. Okay. But they would have probably given it... You know what? I bet Siskel, thumbs up. Ebert, thumbs down. You think so? Yeah. You think Siskel's going to fucking stand for the Terrifier? <laughs> Based on nothing. I couldn't even identify him in a lineup. But Those guys hated all the horror in the 80s. I don't did. think they'd like this one very much. Well, here's the plot synopsis as according to Voodoo. Okay. No Blu-ray to check, you know? No. I mean? No physicals. Not yet. After being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to Miles County where he begins to target a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween. It's amazing how wrong they could be in two sentences. I know. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. The little clown girl brought him back. 
No, wait, no. When? How? How? No. At the beginning of the movie, when it starts off, we'll kick it off where it starts in the coroner's office, yeah. where the coroner's crawling on the ground, yeah. and you the see a bunch didn't of- do that, though. You see a bunch of blue special lighting effects happening yeah. from around the corner, and then Art is awake, and he walks around the corner and continues to murder. Okay, go ahead. Let's, Wasn't let's get, Art already on, alive on, at the John, end of the first quit. movie? Yeah, he was. Was he? I didn't rewatch really yes. the first <laughs> He one. woke up at the end and slashed that dude's throat or whatever, yeah, and I, that was the end of it. So I thought we were picking up just right where it was. The- it totally picked up exactly. Let's get through your description. Yes. And we'll like then we'll get hard on this. No, I'm done. That was it. Yeah, oh. let's get hard. Okay. <laughs> Time to get hard. <laughs> Here's your allotment of Viagra, and we'll move on. That's, isn't that how y'all do the podcast, or yeah. just me? <laughs> no, 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 constantly, constantly. Yeah, no, it picks up exactly where the first one ends, and I was surprised I realized that because I hadn't seen the first one since we did it for the podcast, and um, I was like, oh, this picks up right after the first one ended. Well, if you, if you plan on watching this again, or just go back and watch that opening scene, you'll notice that there's some crazy blue ethereal light happening from the back. There was, but I didn't know that was, I didn't think that was the girl because she hadn't done any blue light magic the entirety of this film. So throughout the movie, Art is going to be accompanied by a clown girl apparition that most of the time cannot be seen by anybody else except for Jonathan and And, um, Seneca Sienna. Sienna. Remember the colors? It's a, it's a it's a brown. I have her listed as Allie this whole movie. I was calling Whoops. it the wrong no. name the whole movie. Allie, poor Allie. That's the one scene oh, that made me. Oh, God. we'll get there. But most of this movie. Oh God, I forgot that was Allie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, most ugh. of the gore in this movie is like so. People talked it up so much, and it's like regular yes, horror gore. They, they did. I was expecting like because the thing is, we we the first movie we saw a woman chainsawed in half from yeah. the labia down. That was rough to watch. Like it was really gruesome and intense. This one has some very intense like gore and violence, but I didn't feel like it was built. I didn't think it was the the level that everyone had built it up to be. Now, is there a lot more of it in this? Yes. Yes. But I didn't find it to be that much more intense than what I'd seen in some other things. Allie's scene is the closest I could see where people, maybe people who don't watch horror could be like, oh, this is too much for me. But then at a certain point, mostly when he brings the salt in, it just like switches over almost to be comical. Like this is yeah. too over the top now. Well, it goes into Mortal Kombat territory. There's yes. just so much blood and violence and it is almost cartoonish. So Art the Clown is not a character I've enjoyed in horror movies. I've only seen him in Terrifier, but I know he's kind of beloved and people like really rank him up there as like an identifiable horror icon now. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy Art. I did not think Art was good in the first one. I know he had his kind of little mannerisms, but they felt very like kind of like one note and at times forced. In this movie, I fucking loved Art. I don't know yeah. what David Hater Pierce Green Gordon, David Hater. whatever his name is, David Anthony Chuan. David Howard Thornton. There we go. Thornton. There we go. That guy, David. I'm just going to refer him as Davey from here on out. Yeah, Davey. Um, Davey. That's his friends call him. Like from the monkeys. Whatever him <laughs> and Dorian. Damien decided to do with this, chef's kiss, because I found him hilarious. Like his mannerisms, the way that the comedic timing of some of his reactions was so much better than the first one. I really, really get art now. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm in for him being in more movies because I think he really tapped into something that was like missing from the first one. I know that's my personal opinion, but like I was, I was so shocked that I actually cared about this character for once. I think they did more with him. Yes. But I still think that was kind of there in the first one. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, you know, like when you start, like when you, you first doing stand up, you know, you kind of, you, it takes a while to find your timing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he found his timing, like some of his, like, one example is when he's like about to get his head lopped off at the end, spoiler alert, you know, and he like is like looking all like haggard and pissed. And then he's like, just 
smiles and puts his neck up like, go for it. Or the the sunglass scene in the uh, the shop. I thought I was going to hate that scene because I saw all the pictures and I was like, oh, oh this is so good. Be- that was my favorite scene yes. of the movie. <laughs> but the way like when she's like, don't do it, don't do it. And he's just got that like half shit eating grin on his face. Like, I'm going to honk this horn. Like, I don't know what it is, but he really they really well, perfected art's timing. I think the difference is in the first one, he's trapped. It was, it's like a one set movie, right? He's in this building. He doesn't interact with any other human beings besides people he's killing and that crazy uh, that's not sensitive to say when he's reading the paper laughing about the news the cat lady yeah Yeah. so I think that's like he just has a greater stage to to exhibit his skills but the 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 building blocks were all there in the first one I think I think that's part of it but I think it's more than that I think he really just learned to play off others because it seemed like he was doing a shtick in the first one like oh I'm supposed to be like I'm gonna smile it's gonna be creepy he he smiled and reacted as if it was like the appropriate reaction for him in that situation I don't know it, it played so much better in this movie than the first one for me which I was glad because if I'm at to sit through two hours and 20 minutes of a terrifier movie well, your you- main character better be entertaining for me in the first one I didn't give two shits well, welcome to Team Art. Yeah. I am actually surprised that we seem to have almost flip-flopped here. You seem like you don't like this movie that much, where Garrett seems to like it quite a bit. Well, okay. Spoiler for my opinion. Can but... you Joe Pesci that for me? Okay. 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 <laughs> What's a ute? <laughs> uh, no, I, I do like this movie, actually. I, I, okay. I've watched it twice now. That's probably one more time than was needed. But I will say... <laughs> It was it was a it was it was a ride and and I do like the art character but it's just too long to be rewatchable and I don't think that I'll get a lot out more out of it watching it like a third or fourth time and it's too much I think to just like throw on in the background I see so, I believe I agree with that I feel like it's one of those things you have to you have to commit to sitting down and watching a terrifier movie you can't just have it in the background you can't like just kind of look up and be like oh hey but I do think the first one is superior to this one. I do. Wow. I think this is a step down. Okay. But it's still a good movie. doesn't make it bad. It's just not as good. That's an interesting thought that I'll come back to in a second. I just want to say this. Is in terms of the length, I think the length of it is its kind of negative point. When I went and saw this in the theater with my buddy Ryan, I was exhausted. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah. What's up, dude? What up, Ryan? Uh <laughs> I was ex- if you'd like to be shout out on the Grave Talk podcast, go to a movie with us. Here's my PayPal. You can send me a little <laughs> bit of cash. Uh, I, was, I was exhausted when I walked out of that thing. I, I was bet. just like by halfway through after the bedroom scene, I was almost desensitized to all the gore. That's exactly what my friend Ryan said. He's like, dude, you kind of get desensitized to mm-hmm. the craziness. And then it just goes on for another 45 <laughs> minutes. And it's like, yeah, on second viewing when I could watch it home and watch it in pieces way more enjoyable watch it in pieces i don't know how y'all do this like when i watch a movie i have to sit down and like a to b i can't like oh. piecemeal this shit out on your remote you're gonna want to find a button that has two vertical lines <laughs> no. hit that and no <laughs> dude I it was do it, it you take an intermission break this it movie ruins, needed... it ruins the experience for me when i have to stop a movie and then come back to it you're gonna hate something called television oh okay <laughs> that's why i don't watch tv shows everything's episodic time, that's why i wait till everything can be binge watched because i don't do the like ne- tune in next week i'm like no i may not anyway back to terrifier 2 in old school movies when there was an intermission a song would play mark what would play during the terrifier intermission everybody loves a clown oh. so why don't you everybody dance now there okay yeah yeah <laughs> love it i don't know that monster was, mash some sort of slayer song or slayer yeah. sure we could do that uh, maybe the a monster s- mash. It's yes. always monster mash, man. I'll find some spooky ska song. Okay, maybe yeah. this sounds like a carnival. You know Ooh, what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'll play it. Killer here. Clown's Dicky song. That's already used. You can't do that. That's Come infringing. on, I you can, That's infringing on clown rights. <laughs> like Only one all part clown. Of the same union, okay? <laughs> right. Um, the great clown merger of 2022. <laughs> oh, it's happening. All clowns will so, be one. Well, I was going to ask you guys, the, the, back to John's point, where he was like, one versus two. Mm-hmm. The first movie feels like it's almost like a full moon level Richard Band, I'm sorry, Charles Band type of movie, where this one feels like it's definitely, you've, you can tell that it's been elevated above that. And I hate using the term elevated horror. It's not that, but what I mean no, is like, it's, it's, it's a step above his previous work. Well, but I, I think I might agree with you. Like, I think the simplicity, what? the simplicity mm-hmm. of part one is nice to just get in, get out. Yeah. Okay. I think I know what it is with you guys. The art, the clown experience in part one was just that. It was an experience. It was a freak show. You go in the tent, you see something shocking, you leave and you're like, wow, did I just see that? That was crazy. And then you move on with your life. They you're don't right. ask you to remember. They don't ask you to work with. They don't ask you to like invest time or, you know, emotion or anything with it. It's just you're in and out and you just had an experience. With two though, like because it's so plot driven. Like, Is that what you call it? I would call it plot like papered macheed over. It's the oh, I, thinnest I feel like it's veneer of a plot. I, Tell I, me, compared to part one, this thing is written. But, but part one doesn't pretend to have a plot. This it, the movie doesn't ask me to engage with it. The movie says, "Hey, do a bunch of the work." It's with a me. movie. You're supposed to engage no, with it. The, the part two does not ask me to engage with it. It asks me to finish it. It is like, look, I've written half ideas all over it by screenplay. So if you could just run with it, that would be great. Wow. Okay. Okay. Why is so? Let's let's get into it. Why does Art the Clown give a shit about c- cyan? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting there. You're in a color wheel. <laughs> Sienna. Sienna. Since when does he take prisoners to, to lure other people to haunted fucking parks? Why is he? Well, that was my one big question is when he had the chance to kill Sienna and he didn't in the, the bathroom yeah. at the, uh, the ride. I was like, all right, you never miss an opportunity to take out your victims. How did Sienna's dad engage in all of this? He's drawing the little girl. There's, definitely, there's definitely a few plot holes in some of the plots. But I, okay, well, guess what? There's an extended cut of this movie. God, I hope not. There is a, <laughs> Yes, there is an extended cut of, I don't know why I'm yelling all of a sudden. There's an extended <laughs> cut of this movie that's even longer than this one. And I feel like some of these plot holes that you guys are pointing out are explaining that. But if you can't tell your story in two hours and 20 minutes, I'm sorry. I, you've lost me. I don't need it. Well, then cut, cut down the clown song and put some yes. more. <laughs> That's, I agree. The guy needs an editor. All right. Look, I mean, look, he's, he's obviously got an editor. No, His no name spiel. is Damien Leone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a joke to be like, ah, oh, compare him to Spielberg. But like, I mean, Poltergeist is like two hours. Well, sorry, I wasn't Spielberg. But point is, there's so many you other movies. Toby mo- Hooper's rolling over his grave yes, right now. I get it. There's so many good movies out there that get it done in two hours and I don't need a three hour extended I know cut. What <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I, I think that like from a movie that had nothing to hook the audience other than you want to watch a clown kill some things to a movie that actually like is like, hey, here's some characters you care if they actually get caught or kidnapped or you care if like Jonathan gets but rescued I didn't, by Sienna. Because there was no danger. There was they were never what are in you actual talking about? everyone the around was them. Everyone, up. everyone around them was in danger, but Sienna was never in any danger. She fucking got stabbed in the gut and then just magic heals herself. Well, she got sl- oh yeah, with the big sword. Yeah. She's just like through the power of love, I guess. I don't know. Heals up. And <laughs> That's the power of love. <laughs> like Thank you, Huey. Yes, yeah, I mean that, that would have been awesome. There's the intermission song. Yeah. Um well, I just I don't wow, know. you are just really animatedly upset about because this. here's why because one gives me what it promises. It's like yeah, this is this to your point. This is a very shallow experience. 
two pretends to be something it is not. Well, let me wait. Whoa, whoa, no! It it doesn't pretend to be something. It's a movie, and it's got a plot. Let me let me some maybe holes in it, but <laughs> let me see Swiss it, cheese. Let me see if I can massage some of this idea that you're putting out there, John. Okay, take your shirt off, John. You got it. <laughs> Backs or legs? What do you want? Oh, you know legs. <laughs> <laughs> You almost made Garrett choke to death. <laughs> I'm gonna spew my drink. I think one of the things that I, I was I was watching this and trying to determine exactly what it is about the storytelling that it is. It, it, it he he edited himself and he said he almost kept nothing out. And then there was a quote from one of the articles he was interviewed in the saying people were telling him it could have been even longer. And I slapped my forehead and said, <laughs> "No fucking way." <laughs> Which people don't listen to those people? Right. I think what what I'm kind of butting up against, and this isn't no fault of Damien's at all, but I think the storytelling aspect of it is still a little amateurish, okay. and it's still a little too simple for the length of movie that I'm sitting through. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like a lot of the ideas that he's expressing and he wrote could have been portrayed better in the film. More concisely and yes. more to the point. Yes, absolutely. I will give you that. I will totally concede mm -hmm. on that. It so when you say like paper mache tacked on, I think maybe that's just maybe we're feeling the inexperience of his storytelling. It's a second okay. draft. It's a second draft. And basically, like, I guarantee you some of the stuff they cut probably is more of the story beat stuff. Or maybe they didn't actually know how to fill some of these plot holes. But I don't think they would introduce the whole father aspect, if there wasn't something more there that we probably didn't get. He did say in the interviews I read that he was writing this with making plans for a third movie. So he's setting up questions in this one that are probably going to pay off in a third. And some of those I'm okay with not knowing because I feel like, oh, these are going to come out later. Some of them, like the whole sword glowing and giving her like Satan powers or whatever the fuck that is. The last act of the movie is the worst. I, yes. I really wish that wasn't there because if you're not going to flesh that out a little bit more, why introduce that level of it other than the fact you just needed a... Uh, a deus ex machina type situation. The transmogrification of Sienna is instant. Sienna. Oh, that's a new one. Sienna? Sienna. All right, Sienna. We'll get her name right one day. It, it, it is too abrupt and unexplained. Yes. And we'll get there when we get to the plot yeah. here in a second. Um, I did want to touch on the acting. I think for the most part, most of the people in the film did a pretty good job. Yes. The, the girl who plays Sienna, mm -hmm. she is going to be a horror star. Mark my fucking words. She will basically be a, a I, I, I predict she will be a new Barbara Crampton if she chooses to be. She has got the chops to act. Mm -hmm. She's got, she's beautiful. Like she really like, she did something in this movie. I, I wrote it down. Like she has a way of like conveying terror, like stable terror. Like when she was standing in the, uh, the, um, uh, the Halloween shop and she's shaking as art is standing next to her. And she's like, please don't, you know, like the honking the horn thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, yo, that is, you cannot just turn that on. Like she, she's going to be something. I, I think, I think watch for her. Lauren Lavera's character. Uh, Which one's Lauren? She's oh, Lauren. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, she is literally carrying this movie on her back. Agreed. This two and a half hour movie, almost two and a half hours would not work if she was a bad actress. This would have fallen Big apart. Time. Uh, Damien Leon said that he had an idea for a strong Valkyrie-esque final girl for 10 years. And then he finally had the opportunity with this movie to bring that in. And he sees her almost like the Batman Joker dynamic. So it's like Sienna oh, versus no. Art. Damien, pull it back a tad, my friend. Like, yes. Okay. You know what? You Let's say this. Potentially, yes, Damien. Right now, from what you showed us, no. I, I feel like we are two movies away from this guy teaming up with Tommy Wiseau. And <laughs> again, I don't know about that. The room samurai cop <laughs> art movie that we all want. Uh, I think 
setting up a dynamic of the Joker Batman is not a great idea because I think Art is a way stronger character. Don't ever than Sienna. Don't <laughs> don't ever swing in the majors if you're playing Pee Wee Little League. Yeah, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I, I think Damien is a, a very competent, excellent filmmaker, but don't reference Batman and Joker when their their complex, deep, well-written story is so like, I don't know. I, I know I'm being super judgy about this, but like there's there's a lot of ground to cover before these two characters come close to that comparison. Then you start with a little bit less and then work your way up right. to more. They're well, not even like the same character archetypes as no, but Batman I know what he's going with. Joker, I'm just saying he's, like, he's, he's that whole like, like you know one can't live without the other mindset is basically what he's trying to go. He did for. say it was an inspiration. He wasn't saying just like okay, Batman okay, and okay, Joker. Okay, I'll give you him know? that. So, but but anyway, yes, I think everyone in this movie did a great job. Sienna astonishing did a great awesome but the mom is my favorite character from being honest your favorite yes, character she was awesome i was like can you know we what? get a horror movie called mom's club where we get the mom from excision we get the mom from this movie she we get the so mom good. from like all these different movies they just like hang out and have wine someplace and then they discuss their tragic horrific lives i saw about. i'm into that a parent at the end of just the end of her rope man when when john was like i still have to go to school tomorrow she's like what did i say i was like damn i felt that in my soul. <laughs> well, let's get into the plot unless you guys want to talk about let's anything else. It. This one, like I said, kicks off with Art the Clown walking out of an alley with his patented trash bag at this point. I guess that's his yeah, bag of tricks. So this was obviously one of those like scenes where like something's happening, but you're also flashing to where he currently is. So like the, the coroner's office was kind of a momentary flashback. Right. Just okay. moments before. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, like I said, we saw the coroner start to crawl on the ground going for the telephone. He's like throat has been slid he's bleeding out he can't talk mm -hmm. he's got 911 on the phone but he can't say anything but gurgles so like stand the line we'll come get you yeah and art rounds the corner like i said we got some blue ethereal lights going on as he rounds the corner and he kind of straightens himself up a little bit walks over and then finishes off the corner in pretty gruesome fashion well before like, he does holy that, shit he points out how he got killed he like pokes his eyeball where he got shot through the eye by yeah. the cop He's like, oh, my eye's gone. And you see the hole in the back of his head. And that's when he's like, aha. And I was like, wow, three minutes in. And it's exactly three minutes in. We get insane levels of gore. Right. So Art takes the blood from his open head cavity <laughs> and starts wiping his name on the mirror, kind of to mirror the feces that he wrote Art in yes, part one. Yes. Yeah. He's a big fan of his name. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> I want to see my name in lights. It's Art. Oh. oh, so John, how does he finish off the corner? It goes on for quite some time. I, I, okay, so I, I, to be honest, I blank out on a lot of it. But eventually, he removes the guy's brain. That's how it ends. Yes, <laughs> yes. and I he like, pulls his eye out to replace his eye socket that's missing an eye because he got shot through well, it. It's a gag. I know. Like he state, like you said, he sticks his finger in his cavity, his his eye cavity, his socket, and then he takes out the guy's eye, rips it out, and then stuffs it in his own. He's like, ta da! And that right there is where I was like, oh, we might have a different art here because again, it was less like you know, like I'm a creepy clown. It was more like the gag is what's more important than me being scary. And I I laughed so hard when he put the eye in. He was like, aha, I can see. And I was like, no, you can't. He also uses a surgical hammer, hammer. to knock the guy's teeth out of his Holy face. Holy shit, Oof. was that what that was? Yeah. Because they bust that dude's head in like a fucking pinata. Yeah, they yeah. beat him with a, a hammer A lot of pinata bodies in this one. Like, what was it? Later on, he crushes in What's-Her-Nuts' um, chest, chest cavity. Yeah. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, I think that was Allie. Allie. Brooke. No, no, Brooke. 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 Oh, yeah, when he gets the... Brooke. Allie was at yeah. the house of the trick-or-treating. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. He really fucks her up too, though. So he probably, uh, he, he probably busted her. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. 
And then just like John said, to top it off, he just tears his skull open and takes his brain out and is like gleefully looking at it. And then we started to get to some things here with art that I didn't see in the first movie. Is he a cannibal? I was, I actually wrote, what is he going to do with this brain? Because they don't show it. It cuts. Yeah. But I think he's starting to eat people's organs because he bites into he Brooke's heart. heart later. Yeah, he eats oh, like a couple Maybe that's how like he that. regenerates. Ooh, I'm liking that. Through the power of love. That's the power of love. Eventually his eye comes back. Yeah, that, I had a question about that. Like, that's why I was like, did, how does I regenerate? But and maybe the hole in his he head the brain. Yeah, maybe. I think he regenerates. There, there's, some, there's some demonic power that Art taps into that has never been fully explained that allows him to complete the cycle. And we'll talk more about the right. cycle towards the end. But there, like, There's now a sprinkling of Art's origins or what is powering him. There's some Sam Hain Halloween 2 shit kind of starting to like peek its Correct. head in here. Yeah. Like, let's talk supernatural now. So he goes to the laundromat to and, clean himself up. And the most supernatural thing in this whole movie happens. So Art covered in blood and he wears a white outfit. Black he, and white, yes. Yeah, he puts it in the washing machine. Uh, well, we'll get to what happens in between, but then he gets it out and it is spot. I don't know if Tide sponsored <laughs> let's, this let's movie. Cure, let's cure our OxyClean, you know, yes. <laughs> that we have lined up for this episode. Astonishing. Are you tired of those old stain removers? <laughs> well, do we have one for you? There's got to be a better way. Yeah. <laughs> Sham, wow. <laughs> Just slap it on there. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that, that's what that I saw. I was like, fake. And then I could not pick the movie back up. I laughed my ass kidding. off at this scene, though. He walks in. He gets butt-ass naked. He puts his stuff in a laundromat washing machine. He sits down and is and let's point out art is um completely silent he's a mime in that aspect um which thank god they don't make him talk i think that would ruin it yeah i, I think agree. so too um he's laughing his ass off as something he's reading the paper and it's all like four dead and terrible car head-on car crash and he's just like oh you scamps like yeah. <laughs> laughed my ass off and then he looks over and sees a little clown girl it's like a a young girl version of him staring at him now this is the part where i first i wrote down in my notes i was like oh what the hell because <laughs> i was like what is about to happen in this movie because there's uh, now we're getting into this weird plot thing that was never present before well let's flesh this scene out a little bit right so right uh, uh while art is waiting for his laundry to finish uh there's also a patron who is like woken up to see a naked clown reading a paper <laughs> He's like, what the Patty fuck? Cake. He's playing patty cake with the ghost girl apparition, clown girl apparition. Which, no, he can't see. The, the right. patron can't see this. He just, he's a, he, a clown playing patty cake with himself. Just a naked clown yeah. covered in blood playing patty cake with himself. As one does at a laundromat. Yeah. But Art's reaction to the clown girl apparition is one of like, what are you? He's never seen her before. See, that's what I was like. Wow. Wait, the, what the hell's going on here? Because, yeah, he acts surprised by it. Yeah. Which I thought, is there like a whole village of clowns that exist? And remember that her eyes will glow yellow from yes. time to time. Mm -hmm. You're right. This is some sort of Amazing demonic entity. Effect, by the way. Yeah. And so she's a, a demonic entity that, like the box synopsis says, has brought him back to life for some reason. Okay. okay. This, so, is just a, this is just the form of this demonic presence taking so, on the clown. So Art, so Terrifier 1, Art, just a regular guy. Maybe. He supernaturalizes... I think he's In always two. supernatural. I just think we don't see that aspect of him part He's one. more supernatural in two. It's hard to say if you want to count the original short that Damien did, The Ninth Circle, yeah. because Art basically kidnapped and escorted oh, a woman yeah. down to hell. Is that canon? 
I don't know. Damien, get at us. What's canon? We yeah. need to know so we can make some head cannon here. <laughs> right. We want to build off your cannon and make our own head. Oh, maybe he leveled up, right? RPG style. Mm. Now he's like art level two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when okay. he got up from the he- the shot, like getting shot to the the head and his head blown open, I mm-hmm. was like, okay, this dude's supernatural of some kind. At the end of part at one. At the end of part one, yes. Yes. So in this one, I expected like he had some kind of Sam Hain, like you know, like deeper like thing going on. But when the girl, like the little girl clown, showed up, that's why I was like, okay, is this a manifestation of like his thought process are there more than one demonic clown exist in real life in this world and so when you see that she doesn't exist when the patron sees that he's by himself um i was like okay we're seeing something you know that only he can see or one of the first thoughts i had just want to see in a theater is like oh he's insane and he's seeing like mm-hmm. visions that aren't there that was know? my first thought too until much much later at yeah. the end but i'll accept the conceit that in the first movie this demonic entity is what resurrected him and we just didn't see it and we saw it from a different angle in this one and that's right. why we got the blue lights fine i'm going to i'm i'll give you that one damian <laughs> so it could be that this is when he became supernatural if you accept that conceit I kind of like that because a bullet did a bullets do not kill him later in this movie. It's like Jason two to Jason three. Yeah. You know, once he became this kind of demonic yeah. resurrected creature, let's do this. Let's go past this moment because I don't think this, this question is going to be able to be answered without us revealing the end scene and some of the other things that we sure. see this young clown girl doing. So let's, let's get through the plot so we can actually really delve into what this actually might be, because this is my biggest, like, question mark for the movie sure and the one that actually intrigues me to see more art the clown stuff we get a little more sprinkles down the way in the yeah. movie so let's sprinkle it up later. so he mops up after himself i was like way to go art thank you for not leaving that for the poor janitor and then he kills a man well you see that the broom handle's broken and it, the mop handle's broken you, immediately you know if you know anything about art you're like that dude sitting over there is dead and he is yeah. he's got that mop handle jammed straight through his skull poor dude all he was doing was waiting for his laundry now imagine being killed while getting laundry first mistake Saw naked clown patty caking with nobody should have walked the fuck out that building. Yeah. Leave those jinkos and come back later. My I dude. don't need those clothes. True. All right. You know what? Sympathy gone. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. Then we cut to uh, the house where uh, it's like morning brother. breakfast. Yeah. Time. Basically the family element. We get the intro with the credits and everything where she's oh, making her cosplay outfits. Yeah. Um, she's been working on this outfit for months and months. Six months like she's that. making a very ornate okay. Valkyrie outfit with wings and a it sword. Is, it is a gorgeous cosplay outfit, but six months for that little of clothing. Maybe <laughs> seems he, a bit long. It might be your first point. cosplay attempt. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Now, does anywhere in the film tell you that it's going it, to, that it jumped a year in the future? No, it didn't jump a year in the future, did it? From the... From the... Okay, how um, is art famous? You're right. Yeah, it is a year. You're yeah, it is, right. It no, it doesn't okay. tell you. Well, I, no, no, because when so they're confused. talking about it, they're talking about Jonathan's talking about like, she's like, we had to watch out for Jonathan. He's reading about serial killers, that, that clown killer from a year ago. Right. Because Jonathan's like, I'm going to go no, with he's right. art the clown. Yeah. But it doesn't say one year later no, on the No, it doesn't. And okay. Context clues kind of let us know that, but it's easy to miss that. I was... I was is there a time jump? Uh, yes, there okay. Was. Yes, so art's famous now. He's known as the something county killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The mom's downstairs cooking meat and has a headset on, so she's doing that busy mom thing of trying to run a household and still bring the income yeah, in. She's, she's a single family. She's a single mom, you know, so yeah. she's got to make that money. She's like an insurance person or whatever. Because evidently their dad's dead. <laughs> they don't mention that at all. I'm just kidding. They mention it all the time. Like every 15 minutes. Still yeah. dead. Except like three quarters of the way through the movie, they're like, oh, so this is what happened. And I was like, wait a minute. Y'all glossed over the fact that the dad was crazy, got in a car accident, was lit on fire, and burned 
burned to death. I was like, this is just now coming out. Dude, I think Mark nailed it. This person is, is new to making, it's like George Lucas. Great story idea, terrible script writer. I think he got to the end of the movie and was like, terrible oh, Terrible script. There's a Neil Breen film out there, okay? The terrible <laughs> script writer is a bit harsh. He got to the end of the movie and was like, oh, I never explained what happened. So we're just going to shoehorn this exposition dump between two characters who have Why no business. Why am I the one defending Terrifier 2? <laughs> this is so weird. Bizarro world yes, here on the sure Grape is. Talk today. Point it. So they do their morning routine and, and their mom's like, no, you're not going to go as this person. People don't dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, because the younger like, brother wants to go as Art the Clown and they're like, you Sienna's can't like, do that. no fucking way, That's dude. terrible. It's disrespectful. What, it's like, what if you got murdered and people dressed up as your murderer? And he's like, I don't know. I'd be dead. So. And the movie <laughs> spends the next 30 minutes throughout like different scenes, like kind of setting up that Jonathan, the younger brother, definitely has some like mental trauma and stuff that he's working through. But they kind of set him up to be like a, a antisocial kind of like well, he's got. He's, he's got these morbid curiosities, right? Yeah. So he's he's reading about Nazi camps. He's reading about other serial killers and such. But you're right. It probably all stems from his dad's death, right? Which evidently was stemmed from a lot of weird shit, the dad. But dad also was an artist and drew. And at one point, it's revealed that he was sketching like scenes from part one. Right. He, he had the dead bodies of people Which from part one. Which then goes to show the dad knew something and his dad the is Art the dad. Like, I'm wondering if Art was the dad who died and got reincarnated as the but clown. the thing is, they say he crashed and burned, burned to, death. to death while Art would have been doing the shit in part one. Oh, I don't think, I think it was the same time. I thought it was a different time. Because her dad hasn't been dead for that long. Oh, I don't know how long the dad was dead for. It seemed like it was relatively recently. It didn't seem like he'd been dead for like a decade. Well, the mom's like, like you you didn't spend any time healing or like expressing your feelings. So I thought the dad was gone for like at least a couple years. Was Damien, Damien, you had two, in, two hours and 18 minutes to give us some time frames in this movie. And the, why are we confused? Everyone acts like it happened relatively recently because it, when okay, her friend okay. does. I'll, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying what I thought, but yeah. yes. Because when her friend is telling the story, she's like, I think she's doing pretty damn well. Like, all right, well, I guess it I happened. Mean, you, lose, you lose your parent in a horrific accident. I mean, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be like a weekend and you're yeah, suddenly 12, back 18 on the months horse. and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, basically, they set up Jonathan to be this antisocial little monster. And um, that's played out through some scenes at school where some kids find a dead possum and um, they're like, come check it out. And Jonathan actually is like, leave it alone. That's messed up. Don't mess with that. And you're like, oh, I, I wrote down, I was like, oh, thank God, Jonathan's not a psycho. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, even the mother doesn't believe that. There's scenes with Sienna and her arguing. Is like, can you believe he wants to do this? He's like, Sienna, you fucking cut the heads off of fish that one time. Do you remember that? Is like, it's just he's just going through a phase. Which again led me to Art is the dad because he's a psycho. Because the mom's like, your dad was sick. He had visions and problems. And I was like, yo. Well, he very well could be the father. That was a thought that flashed in my head, but the movie doesn't bother to tell that's us. That's our episode image, Maury Povich. You're the father. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. Art the clown. That's a good one. But the movie doesn't answer that. And I think that's part of John's problem. Big, big problem. Right. So uh, Sienna, after working on her costume, lays down to go to sleep and she falls asleep to television. Which she's watching a nun cartoon. I don't know what cartoon that was. I'm sure it was made for this movie. That nun just machine guns the priest. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever that, that animated little like nun cartoon 
Tune thing when I was like, that is rad. I'd watch that. Yes, but she switched off. I was like, no, go back. This is, I want to watch this. Yeah, she switches that. to your favorite scene, John. Uh, this the is the worst cafe commercial scene in the movie. Worst scene in the movie. You not say. like That's gory. Not gory. Let's see if it pays or, off. Or like not, it's just bad. It just doesn't serve. It doesn't move the plot. Well, it moves the plot forward in the most ham fisted way that they'll never explain. Well, let's just say that as she starts to doze off with the television on, she's now dreaming about being inside of almost like a children's show commercial for a food truck called the Clown Cafe. Which is art themed. And it's almost like a soundstage, right? So there's this, this commercial is being recorded with this clown girl playing a banjo with the tune, although that tune is still not as good as Critters 2. At the No, but it's like the food's really strange at the Clown Cafe. Yeah. Some weird shit like that. Yeah. I mean, it goes on and on for like an hour, and somehow I can't remember it. Very well, ineffectual chill. Because I'm pretty sure Mark's going to edit that in right <laughs> yeah. now. Drop on by the Clown Cafe, your favorite meals on wheels. The menu is disgusting and it's full of special deals. Nothing here is good for you, so grab yourself a tray. Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. On the other side of the soundstage is a cereal commercial for Art Krispies, where a little kid is eating a bowl of Art Krispies that has like slugs, worms, and glass. What everybody wants. And razor blades. Yeah. And he's just smiling away. And then... Um, I love the tagline. He'll never know what you'll find inside. And I was all like... Um, yeah. <laughs> I you think, know what this feels I think like? bugs and razor blades. You <laughs> nailed it. This scene has the feeling of UHF's Uncle Nutsy's Fun Time yes. House. Yeah. It feels like one of those kind of shows. Or like a Barney or something. I was right? thinking like in Mandy when they had that weird commercial. Oh, Cheddar the, Goblin. The Cheddar, Cheddar Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. It felt like... Yeah. And then on the other side, there's like a nun ringing a bell going, won't you feed this poor homeless man? <laughs> yeah, what was that about? Like I couldn't know if that was a reference to like, you know, like... I just think maybe that was the nun kind of coming over from the cartoon into this bleeding dream. Bleeding over. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, I mean, it's a dream sequence, right? So it's going to be all kind of yeah. weird and spaced mm -hmm. out. But now Sienna's in a fort or a clubhouse dressed up like a little child with pigtails and she's like, what the fuck's going on? All she's going to know. She's like, I shouldn't be here. Right. And all these other adult sized people dressed as children are all singing and clapping along with the banjo playing clown lady. And they're like, we got a special guest today, Art the Clown. And, and the, you know, the food truck window props open and Art's waving around. And then he gets out and he starts handing candy to all the kids. Kid, he, quote unquote kids. Right. They're adults. He goes up to Sienna and hands her a present that's wrapped in newspaper. And he's like shaking at her face. And, but she's terrified. Like there's an immediate terror mm -hmm. that she has. Like she recognizes there's something wrong with this fucking clown. Well, she knows it's Art. She, she recognizes him as Art the Killer from like previous. So yeah. Like she like, tells her okay. friends, like, I even saw a little yeah, dot on his nose or whatever. Yeah. So she takes the package, opens it up, and it's like a bloody black heart, yeah, almost like covered in oil or sludge. Yeah, and there's worms just all around it. It's like in a bed of worms almost. Mm -hmm. uh, very disgusting. Great effect. Now, just trying to, like, let's see if maybe we can massage. Okay. I've been using that term a lot lately. Let's massage Garrett's. The legs. The legs. Or Garrett's idea of Art being the dad killed in a motor accident. Mm -hmm. Heart and oil. Uh, Could this be a connection? It's possible. Again, I think the connection they have is that they are, it's the father figure. 
think about it. She she hates this thing. It, it stands for what she doesn't, you know, like, like, blah, 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 blah. But she also cares about her dad. And she defends her dad throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. So, but she also knows he had problems and stuff like that. Because everyone's like, oh, you're, the mom's like, he had problems. No, 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 no. Plus, also, why would Art target these two people and not kill them because they're his children. That's the other big and question then, mark of the movie is like, why did he target this? But family? then I think also there's this whole, like she loves her dad and cares about her. There's probably this, this dark side of her dad that she remembers. And maybe that's why she's so scared of this clown is it reminds her of something familiar. Again, that's, this is the vibe I was getting off this movie. So maybe that's why I connected more with these characters. But like, you know, I got this whole like, Oh, she's gonna have a real hard time fighting off this thing when she finally realizes it's like what she's related to. Interesting. I will say that I also built a little more headcanon here, at least had a thought is like, what exactly does this dream sequence supposed to represent? Because it feels really out of place when you're going in this movie, because it takes such a long time to get through. It's like five or six minutes of the movie. Yeah, it is like six to seven minutes long. I timed that shit. So if we, if we, what if we consider more of the supernatural aspect of art? What if this is like some sort of like Freddy Krueger fucking putting out the feelies to find his next victim style of like dream shit? That was a thought I had. Like, maybe that's what this is. This represents like all those little people or sorry, all the adults pretending to be kids. What if those are other sleeping people that have been pulled into like this weird clown cafe? Pikachu, I choose you. Yeah. (laughs) And then like he randomly gives gifts and oh, you got the black oily heart. You're my next victim. And as as is your family. See, and I got that kind of like, like, I give you my heart. Like, I thought that was art's black Mm. heart, you know, like, like, aha, I care for you. Like right. you get something that these these kids get candy. They get like you know like superficial shit. Lollipops. But you get my heart. Like I I don't know. I got this as this weird like emotional connection that they had through this like love hate psychotic. Because she also was on meds. She's on like anti psychosis meds. Was on Xanax. I mean, was it Xanax? Yeah. Okay, she was chugging something in her room, and I was like, "Yo, this chick's crazy." The thing is, I was like, I was like, "Yo, cut from the same cloth," and I think she might become the new art if art ever gets taken out fully you know like anyway i, I did a not. lot I, did, I didn't do That's a lot of work but this kind of fell into place for me so okay damien get at me let me know if this shit's real it just i i would agree with you if the fourth act of the movie was different but i mean we'll get the he just yeah yeah i mean he whips them for like five minutes well you know if you ever had kids sometimes you just want to whip the shit out of them you got to rear them children right <laughs> you know john um so he goes back into his trash bag and pulls out a fucking tommy gun and just mows oh, everybody down. i laughed my ass off <laughs> I was so like, a tommy fun. gun really keep the change you filthy animals it was great and then he goes over and pulls out this fucking big old torch and just lights the clown banjo girl on fire and then he dances with her while she's on fire a little bit and then that she cracked collapses. me up too it was it's just everybody dies well she crawls onto the sound stage where they're recording the cereal commercial and starts oh. jamming her hand into the glass and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah why yeah. and then i was like oh is this like a freddy thing like she's trying to wake herself up Maybe. You know what I mean? Like from the pain or something? Well, they said there was a special surprise in each box. Maybe she was looking for what that was. Doesn't she pull the sword out and it deflects the fire? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because they said okay. there's a special surprise in each box. So there's a lot of movie to remember. Yes, totally. <laughs> so she pulls out the sword for the special treat. Art cheats fire at her. The sword deflects the fire out of her dream into real life and sets her wall on fire. And then she wakes up, mm-hmm. tries to put the fire out. Obviously, it doesn't work. So she The mom does it. And she's like, I can't believe you fell asleep with the candle on. Yada, yada, yada. This sword was on display on her bedside table that was a gift from her father, right? Yes, it was a gift from her father. And also, let's point out, though, when Art comes into her room later on in the movie, he sees this thing, does a double take, and he's like, aha, which makes me think he recognizes this thing. Yo, what if her dad... 
is, is the an, sword. No, no, <laughs> is an art killer. So he hunts this oh, demon. You're saying he's like the uh, there the you Van, go. He- go the with Van the whole Helsing, Van Helsing yes. fucking Dracula thing. Not Joker and Batman. Damien, come on, bro. It's right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I kill clowns. Beep beep, Richie. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd watch that movie, man. <laughs> so maybe that's okay. I, I could get on board with that. We should make a giant clown movie where all the clowns get together. The clown sordium. Oh. I like that. Yo. And they all come out of one small car. <laughs> <laughs> That's the credit scene. They just keep coming out and you cut between a name, you cut between a clown yes. getting out. We need to bring some of the lore from the clown, the movie clown, yes. into this. Every clown can get involved. Yeah, the, get clown. the clown union on board. <laughs> so she wakes up, freaks out, house is on fire, mother freaks out, they put out the fire. Magically, the sword is unscathed. It has yeah. survived the fire and there's not a scratch on it. Mother freaks out, as she should. She's like, you probably just left your fucking candles burning overnight, and look what you did. Yep. Yeah. She's like, with these chemicals and the candle, why are you trying to kill us? All right? It's like with a- the e- Pokemons in the- <laughs> <laughs> It's like a super waste facility with this cosplay that you're, quote unquote, cosplay that you're building. And Jonathan comes downstairs, and she's like, get back to bed. And he's like, wait, I still have to go to school? <laughs> and she's like, get the fuck up. Yeah, she snaps on him <laughs> so good. This mom is at her wits end. Yes. Which makes me wonder, what did she put up with with her husband to make her so on? Edge. Clown killing. She comes home. She's like, another fucking clown, Richard. How Jesus. many bozos are you gonna string up in the garage? <laughs> I mean, really. You, know, you don't. Yeah, you go to take a shit, and in the bathtub is just two giant feet. <laughs> so we. So yeah. So basically, she's like, all right, go to school, you guys. You're, you're, you got me on my wits end. So they both go to school. This is where we see Jonathan with the possum, um, where they do the whole thing. Right. Where his friends, rose. his friends have found a carcass behind a dumpster, and they're poking it with a stick, and like, hey, check this out. It's cool. It's like fucking. Some Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <It's laughs> yeah. And they trick this poor girl to come look at it. He's like, I want to see these baby kittens that just got born. Oh, I'd be so pissed. cute. I'd be pissed if I expected kittens and saw a dead animal. Right? I'll tell you, the worms to decomposition, though, seem off. So yeah. I think this was a magical possum. Definitely. So uh, Felissa Rose makes her cameo <laughs> and tells the kids to go back to class. Yeah. Um, Jonathan's in class. He needs to go to the bathroom. He takes the hall pass out and he wandering down the corridor and looks over and there is Art the Clown and our little clown girl apparition playing operation on the fucking possum. But were they really there? Yes. Well, I, I think Art was. Yes. Okay. Because they're sitting there and they're like... Pulling out all the entrails yeah. of the possum. It's gross, too. It's like baby. Yeah, it's really I don't weird. know if we said this, but the effects in this movie on a $250,000 budget are fucking tops. Well, they're Jesus. 99% practical. There's only two scenes of, like, you know, digital stuff, yeah. supposedly. And, like, it is top tier. It is, like, triple yeah. A level gore. This possum looked real. If it wasn't, I was like, fucking kudos well, no to you. No animals were harmed in making this film, according to the end credits, because I checked. I like to hear that. But, but if it was already harmed. Shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been a dead one. Uh, in Jonathan's shock, he drops the hall pass. It clanks on the ground, and it tur- it causes Art and the clown girl operation to turn and stare at him. And I thought this was a really effective scene. I was like, that's yeah. fucking creepy. Agreed. I'm not even scared of clowns, and that is creepy. Yeah. In it, Art's like mischievous manner, he just throws the carcass at Jonathan, <laughs> and he catches it like, ah, oh, what the fuck? And he drops Hot potato. it. potato. And they're just fucking laughing because it was funny. I was like, that's a great move. Yep. I got to say, yeah. that's a great move. Now Jonathan has some blood on him, and then he runs away, and another teacher comes in and finds the dead possum. Well, guess who's in trouble now? There's no sign of Art the Clown. 
because they think Jonathan, Jonathan is playing with but the dead why possum. would he do that? Nothing in his character. You're it, right. You're, I, I think it's tying into him. Okay. Garrett's uh, uh, theory that it's this tied is the to dad, these people. Right? Okay. Yeah. Or he's been targeted so hardcore by this fucking mass murder. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to play with my food first. I'm going to go to school. A la Child's Play 2 and really fuck with Andy. Okay. <laughs> you know? okay. Get, get his teacher to get mad at him. Something like that. Okay. Uh, well, and because s- earlier, earlier Sienna's like, they're going to find a dead animal with him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, here we are. Bam. Yeah. Jonathan sent home. He's suspended from school or whatever. And he's like, for bringing a dead animal in school, motherfucking loses her shit. Even against the protests of Jonathan's like, look, I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. It was Art the Clown. He's like, you shut the fuck up about this clown. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of this clown. No clowning around. All right. And then we cut to, at the same time, playing out with the Jonathan scene is uh, Sienna at high school. Right. We're introduced to her two friends. Brooke yeah. and Allie. Right. And um, Brooke's like, oh, I saw an interview like that. Victoria woman did the uh, the interview where she kills Monica the, Brown. Yeah. Which one's Monica? She's the interviewer. Which right. one's the news host? Monica Brown. Okay. Monica Brown gets fucked up by Victoria. <laughs> and Victoria is like, you know, because this happened like the night before. And they're like, yo, you should have seen her face. It was all jacked up. Yeah, shout out to Damien for showing me that again. Also, if you don't remember in Terrifier 1, when we talked about it, we said, fuck you, Monica Brown. You were a piece of shit. Yeah. She was well, a piece of shit. She gets hers. Yeah. Yeah. But her friend is like, her face looked like my cookie. I was like, damn, that's <laughs> fucked up, bro. Did she say cookie? Yeah. Yeah. She I ripped she said it. coochie. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up. Why would you ever compare your vagina to that? Is it bad that when she said cookie, I thought she meant her vagina? Maybe. Uh, maybe. But she was actively <laughs> holding a cookie. Yeah, she was holding a cookie. So yeah, then, oh, I didn't see the chips ahoy in the hand. Later, she uh, comes back and goes, you want to go eat my Monica Brown cookies? <laughs> yeah. But at this point, Sienna has a, a panic attack because she's like, oh, my God, Art's still alive. Because when she hears that, um, you know, this this happened, she thinks Art's still out there. And she's like, I had a dream about the clown. Mm-hmm. I set my room on fire. Because her friend Brooks being kind of like, oh, you just fell asleep, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And her friend Allie's like, do you think that maybe the dream is what started the fire? Which I was like, whoa. No, she says, do you think the fire started the dream? She's like, your body felt the heat. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah. flip it, flip it. She's like, you interpreted the heat of the fire in the real world that then projected in your dream. Okay, well, still, though, I shout out to her friend for being supportive and saying, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. So she has a panic attack. Allie, I like Allie's character. I thought she was a nice girl who just really gets... I was so sad when stuff happened to Allie. Brooke, fuck Brooke. Brooke sucks. Glad she died. Brooke's all right. Don't don't drug your friends with that. Yes. Though, yeah. But like Brooks, all right. That is a big party foul. She's man. got a nice boyfriend. We can all agree at that. No, he isn't. He's <laughs> a piece kidding. of shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> all right, let's. So she basically says that they go home. The mom is like, "Your your little brother got caught with a dead animal," and she's like, "I don't think he actually did it." Because after the dream. Sienna's kind of taking a turn of like, okay, maybe some shit is going on. Maybe there is more well, play like here. Very hot this. and cold on this though. Cause then when she goes up to see Jonathan, he's looking at her, his, her dad's sketchbook and mm-hmm. she like flips out on him. Well, she's like, looking you for have it. that. We've been looking at this for the last year or whatever. And that's where Jonathan shows her. He's like, check out these pictures. And it's like all the scenes from part one of like beautiful watercolor paintings, by the way, but all these scenes of like the killings from part one, it's like dad drew these. And she's like, what the fuck? He also drew this outfit for, you know, of her character that you know you were into which again maybe art knew that this valkyrie character was the only thing that could put him out of his misery the only thing that could kill him but so maybe he, it's his own like self-check yeah if he was if art is the dad yeah why did he give her this how did he get this magic sword of death that's a great question to be answered in part three yeah terrifier yeah. three cop out answer So right before this scene, she's at the mall with her friends to buy new wings because her wings caught on fire. She's at a Halloween boutique. Think spirit. Yes. It's called Abracadabra. 
Pretty good name. Abracadabra NYC. It's a real shop in New York, evidently. Really? Yes. This movie takes place in New York? Uh, right outside New York. Yes, it does. Because they oh. actually mention it three different times in this movie to kind of give you an idea of where it is. We're outside Somehow did not get that. All right. <laughs> no, this store. Can we talk about this store? Because this is the shit. This, this store is, has everything. To me, this is the best scene in the movie. Yeah. It was like a Lucy's in disguise for our Austin peeps. Uh, okay. You know, that yeah. one's gone yeah. now. That's but way gone, but yes. No, it's a, it just closed on Halloween. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it that was open this last year. This was its last year, and Damn. now it's gone. Damn. So she's there. She's looking around. Her friend uh, Allie is like, you know, like I'm gonna go look some stuff and get out of here. And she's like, okay. Boom. She leaves. Well, she walks past Art the Clown. She's like, yes. oh, excuse me. Yeah, they bump into each other. <laughs> yeah, and then he's staring at Sienna, and Sienna's like, fuck this noise. And then so she quickly runs away from Art upstairs. Well, he, he's leaning against the stairwell. And she needs to go downstairs to get what she's looking for. And she has to slide a pa- like around <laughs> him because he's not moving out of the Who's way. Sienna? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was when she ran upstairs to go check That's out. That's at the end. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. This is like when she goes down there yeah. first. Gotcha. Uh, she goes down and pick- she's picking out new wings because in the fire, her costume got burnt to shit. It's gone. yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like kind of complaining. He's like, oh, I got to buy these store-bought wings. I mean, that does suck. If you spent six months making wings. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And now you got it. You you're going to buy 25 cent spirit Halloween wings. Yeah. Abracadabra NYC, bro. This is not some spirit Halloween shit. Right, this 75 is cent tier. wings. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, she gets down there. Art is being super creepy. She kind of, she's like, wait a minute. This might be the real art. She's got this like feeling about this. So she freaks out, runs upstairs to go check out the clerk is like, can I help you? And she's like, uh, yeah, I got to go. And he's like, okay, that'll be such and such, you know, for the cost of whatever her stuff was. And she's like, I left my bag downstairs and she doesn't want to go back and get it. Cause art's down there. Well, bam, art just drops it right off on the cabinet next to her. It's she's in mid sentence of saying, I forgot my yeah. bam. This bag is slammed down by art and he walks off and he goes to the sunglass hut. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great, I mean, look, we, Jump scares, whatever. This one was pretty well done, though. It was a pretty, pretty it was beefy a, sounded bang. One, this is one of the, this is probably the most effective fun scene in the entire movie. Because as she's like timidly trying to pay for this, she's freaked out by this. She's trying to pay for this. Art's trying these sunglasses and flashing her different like looks with different sunglasses. He gets a noisemaker. <laughs> yeah, and then he does a mouth one, and the guy's like, "Hey, man." You put it in your mouth, you got to pay for it. And Art just goes, bleh. <laughs> it drops out of his mouth. I laughed so fucking hard when that happened. Now, yeah. also, store clerks, bartenders, whoever out there, if you see someone acting like this around a woman, take note. Yeah. Get involved. Call somebody. You may die by clown, but you know what? Like, don't be a dick and just be like, well, this guy's seriously harassing her. I'll let it ride. This guy, I've never seen anyone more clueless. About- yes. This guy was just like, you know, like, clearly- oh, let, me, let me get you a big bag. I'll be right. She's like, no, please don't. He's like, no worries. It's right over here. Yeah, Forget she's- about it. It's a rape clown. You're fine. She's literally shaking and like quivering. And he's yeah, like, she don't worry about shaking. it. I got the big bag back here. Yeah, don't feel bad for me. It's fine. And then when he goes to get the bag, Art picks up a little like horn, it's like, like a bicycle little, horn, yeah, yeah. old timey like, bicycle horn. Slowly, he's walking up to her, and she doesn't turn her head. She's still facing forward, shaking, and he like gets right up next to her face with a horn, and he's like, "Eh," and she's like, "Please don't, please don't." <laughs> and he goes, "Eh," and she's like, "Please don't." He goes, "Burn!" <laughs> I was like, "Holy!" And she, the way she trembles when he does that too. Again. This girl's got mad talent. Like, this was effective. And Art beeps that horn like 19 times. Yeah. yeah. And then the dude really comes back and like, bro, knock it the fuck off. And I was like, okay, finally. Well, yeah, <laughs> You're finally catching on here, sir. <laughs> it only became a problem and it annoyed him. He's like, I hate that horn sound. <laughs> so anyway, she checks out. She runs out. She's gone. Art goes and closes shop because the clerk has 
upset Art at this point. Now, Art was going to kill this guy no matter what, right? Sure. Okay. No, he's like, dude, you going to buy some or what? We close in 10 minutes. And Art, like, pushes the bike horn, like, very angrily towards him. Or not angrily, but, like, like very yeah. forcefully, yeah. yeah. And he's like, that'll be eight ninety nine. Yeah. And then Art goes into his plastic sack and starts pulling out chains and butcher's knives. And, and the guy's like, are you fucking kidding me? Every once in a while, I'll be like a few coins. A little handful of pennies. <laughs> yeah. And then like, he's like, dude, look, if you're not going to. And then he's like, aha, bills. And he pulls out like two bloody fives or something like that. And then he's like, start counting like the pennies, the, the, the change. And he was just like, dude, it was so hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. This scene was so great. And then the clerk goes, dude, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to fuck you up and then immediately with the quickness art grabs an empty beer bottle and smashes it against his head yeah, <laughs> yeah. pulls him out and then just mutilates the fuck out of this Did guy this scene uh he it, it was pretty well done he takes the broken beer bottle and just jabs it in this guy's eye like basically up to the the neck of the beer real missed opportunity not to have blood pour out of the, the oh. end of the beer bottle as if he was like like pull his head forward like he's pouring a beer yes. out of the beer bottle out of the guy's face i thought that was gonna happen i was like oh real missed opportunity to make that happen that would have been good then he finishes fucking him up he cuts his head off and poses with it as a, like a mom and her kid come because there's creepy clowns in the store yeah. like as a as a display and the, the mom and kids show up and they're like like let us in like other oh, clothes we got to leave and and then Art's, yeah, as you said, standing there <laughs> posing with the other clowns. And the, mom, and the kid's like, oh, that looks so real. I yeah. was like, well done. End of scene. Yes. Uh, so then it cuts to, it's Halloween night now, so Seneca's making, he, she's coloring her wings to match her costume, and she's going to go out with her friends. And this is where I wrote uh, the, 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 the store scenes, though, is where, how did Art get his eye back? And again, this is what we, I guess we're just going to assume that he has regenerative powers. Yeah, brains. Point. He had his eye back uh, a little bit before Yeah, this no, but too. I think this is where I noticed oh, it, though, okay. in yeah. the, the movie. I was just like, oh, wait, he's got his eye back. Yeah. Shit. She gets dressed up in her costume. She goes downstairs. Her Amazing mom, costume. Yes, aces. Her mom's like, what the fuck is this? You look like a skank. She's like, Once mom. again, shout out to slutty Halloween costumes. <laughs> Ladies, do you. We're here for it. And she like she's kind of berating her a little bit for wearing such revealing clothes, and she's like, "Well, Dad drew this in his book, and this was his favorite character." Blah blah blah. What is the mom and then say? the mom goes, "Your dad would be proud." I'm like, "No, no." no. She's, like, she's like, "It's different to see it on the page and then see it on your daughter." And I was yeah. like, "That's fair." Yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> That's I mean, fair. It, yes, but then at the end, she's like, "Your dad would be proud." I was like, "Would he?" All right. Yeah, I thought that was a, weird... was a psycho clown. <laughs> that was a weird line. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, even right. even Seneca didn't know what to do with that. She's what like, "What did her dad oh, do? Did they ever say what her dad's profession was?" Was? Clown was killing he a clown by chance? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. I feel like we would have known. I think uh, like they the would've... kids would have said something no. like. But uh, before she goes out, Jonathan is like, "I want you to just stay home. Please just stay home. Don't yes. go out. There's something bad." He's like, "Look inside of Dad's sketchbook. There's fucking pictures of like." all these dead, all these murders. And one of them is our clown girl apparition. It's what right. she was before she died. And she was a 10 year old girl who was the child of circus performers. Two mimes. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It was on the clipping in the, in the oh, sketchbook. Okay. So she was the daughter of two clowns or mimes at uh, some circus. And she was found mutilated in a makeup tent. So isn't it more likely that art is her dad? I don't know. He didn't recognize her. <laughs> well, that's, he's like, I thought I mutilated you. Don't know. Yeah. But still, still a question mark, right? So one. Victoria is that girl, right? The one who got her face ripped off and 
has the end scene. Girl. The, the 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 clown girl, the young clown girl that we keep seeing the apparition of. That's Victoria. No, right? it's a it's a, a mm-hmm. kid who got killed by mimes at the circus where they fight. So at we the think end. the the clown kid is the power source for creating death clowns. Apparently. And Victoria's just a vessel to keep the cycle going then? You keep saying Victoria. Victoria's just got her face ripped off. He's thinking all the way at the post-credits scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think think the the evil entity is possessing. Okay. Right? Okay. The the clown girl apparition is a dead girl that died in a circus tent. And you're right, because you're connecting the glowing yellow dot that Mm -hmm. happened, or the glowing yellow eyes at the end of the movie. Yeah. I think now that demon has possessed her to rebirth... Art. art, art. Okay, okay. I think what's happening is we got a demon who's body hopping like Exorcist Three. I, I concur. Okay, and just basically creating arts and yeah. shit like that. We got like yeah. a stage four hopper here. So okay. <laughs> so regardless, Cena's like, "Fuck you! I need to. I need to get out and blow off some steam." Jonathan, I don't care. Jonathan confronts the mother with the book and, and shows him the sketches and stuff, and the mother gets pissed off and just tears the book up. Yeah. Well, in the mom's defense, she was trying to be nice. Right? She's like, "Look." I'm sorry that you got suspended. If it wasn't you, that sucks. You know, I don't see how that's possible, but fine. Do you want to come watch a movie? I'll let you stay up late. We can eat some candy. Jonathan's like, look at this crazy shit, mom. She's like, I've had enough. (laughs) Stop talking about your crazy father. He died in a car accident, was reincarnated as a clown. So he, she tears up the book and then Jonathan calls her a bitch and she slaps him in the face and Jonathan runs out of the house. And we will come back to his story Eventually, <laughs> in like 45 minutes. To be continued in Terrifier Part 4. Yes. <laughs> the daughter leaves the party. The scene with Jonathan happens. And then we cut to the Allie scene. So let's talk about the Allie scene. Allie is supposed to be getting ready to go to this party also with Brooke and Sienna. But before she does, her mom asks her to hand out some candy. Because of what? The mom's going out for a little bit? Or coming home from work late. Yeah, it looked like know. she was something coming like, home from work. Like that, yeah. Something like that. And uh, so uh, she gives out some candy to some kids, and she's like, oh, cute costumes. Here you go. Trick or treat, blah, blah, blah. And she's in a black van sitting across the way. So can Art drive? Like no. Michael Myers? I think he can. Yeah. Yeah. I think he definitely cool. can. But the little clown girl's in that van. And you're like, what the fuck? And their that's eyes true. glow yellow for a minute. And you're like, what the fuck? And that's why I was like, okay, there's something crazy powerful going on here with this little clown curl. And then... Can boom. I just say, I'm more scared of serial killers and, and slashers who can drive. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> you think the license really bumps them up? Well, there's no getting away. I jump in a car. They can also jump in a car. Is that a different class license? A slasher license? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a, a class D. Yeah. For death. <laughs> but you're going to go S. But there is a class S license already, isn't there? There's probably a class D as well. Yeah, I don't all right, know. cool. I don't know Sweet. my license at all. Anyway, someone get the DMV on the phone. Um, <laughs> so she's like, well, that was creepy. She goes back inside. Well... She Ding hears a dong. noise. Oh, yeah. She hears it. It's, it's Art. Art wants some candy. And she's like, you too old to be trick-or-treating, bro. Get the fuck out. Trash bagging it up yeah. in her face. <laughs> Give me candy. Yeah. And she's like, no, God damn it. You're too old. She's like, yeah, this is a great getup. You know, good job. But uh, this is for kids and you're a grown ass man. So what did she put in his bag? Because she drops something in the bag. It's like one piece or something. When like that, she right? comes. So she slams the door on him. Then he bangs, 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 bangs. And she's like, oh. If I give you candy, will you go away? And Art's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so she, just day one shit right there. So she just throws candy at him. Oh, okay. And she takes like a handful and just throws it at him. And she gets a peek inside that trash bag and it's full of murder weapons. Yes. The death accoutrement. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck me. It's just like slowly backs up and shuts the door. Yep. So anyway, bada bing, bada boom. 30 minutes later, she hears the noise downstairs because she's getting ready for the party. Mm-hmm. She hears the noise downstairs. She goes on check it out. 
Well, her window smashed in. Art's just cooking a meal. Okay. Art walks in the kitchen. She's like, holy shit, there's a clown in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. He turns around with a knife and she's like, okay, it's go time. Cla- death clown in my house. She runs. Art runs after her. Now, in this movie, they do a really good job of having Art do the, um, the creepy um, killer slow walk and still catch up. I really appreciated them like really... Uh, embracing that aspect of art this time because mm-hmm. before he would run this one he's kind of like did it today I'll get there and he's always there so like that was really effective as far as making art even more insidious to me classic slasher being able to catch up mm-hmm. with his prey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and classic up the stairs so run boom big mistake Allie huge she's in the run room. out the door why didn't she go out the door art kicks in the door she throws a little shelf thing in front of him doesn't matter art's on top of it art slashes Bam, gets her. Now, I forget the exact nature of how this happens, but oh, I know I've got what it happens right here. next. I you want to go step by step? No, I, I know what happens to her once he inca- in- incapacitates her, but like everything that leads up to that, not really important. Let's just talk about the meat and potatoes of this scene. Yeah, right? there's not much. I mean, he eventually just grabs her by the hair. He's and chasing then- her with a scalpel and a pair of like surgical scissors. Mm-hmm. And when he does catch her on the bed, he throws her down and then just slashes through her eye, down her face. Ugh. Yes. That eye is ruined. A vertical slash. That turns out to be the least of her problems. <laughs> right. And then he like throws her on the bed face down, and I was like, I swear to God, if I see a clown rape a girl in this movie, I'm turning it off. I was like so worried they were going to go this direction. Nope. Instead, he takes that scalpel and starts slashing her back open. No, that's later. First, what? He, yeah, first, he scalps her. Oh, that's right. He scalps her. Then he like And he takes the whole head off. You can see her brain. Yeah. So dead, right? Which she, ain't gonna happen with just a scalpel, but I don't care. I was in for it in the movie because it was like so rowdy. I was like, holy crap, he just like top capped this girl off. Allie, amazing sustainability though. I'll tell you what. She must be like a tank in Adrenaline, RPGs, maybe. Because yeah. you're into it. I, I don't think adrenaline's keeping your brain alive when your scalp's gone. Well, you still have that sack over it. He didn't remove the sack. Okay. Okay, I'll get, don't worry, so, give him time. Because then he cuts you her seen off. Hannibal? Okay. Come on, man. Come on. That's true, but Hannibal cut a real small. I know, I know, I know. So he then he uh, he cuts her arm off. He does. Mm, no, 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 no. Well, he, first he's like oh, he right. starts he slashing all of her arms uh, and appendages down the back of them, and then he does a big deep cut in the back, and then he just stabs it for fun. <laughs> he stabs her spine. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And then he takes her arm and starts twisting it That's left right. and right at the elbow until it snaps off and he pulls it right you know off. You get a piece of plastic and you're trying to break it off something. So you do like all the yeah. like bends and wiggles in every direction to loosen it up before it breaks. It's that. That's to what he does with my her arm. sanity. I think I sanitized it in my head. Holy so. crap. This part, that part, I was like, wow, he's just going to break that arm off like a Kit Kat bar. On the other hand, he oh, takes he takes two fingers oh, and two right. fingers and pulls her hand apart like a in the middle. Wishbone just splits her yeah. her forearm. Like oh god, that was so. Ugh, gory. This is the worst, like the 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 worst gore in the film by far. This is where I can see people like throwing up or whatever. If you're not inured to well, the this, the good thing um, is at this point, Art leaves the room, and you think, oh, thank God, Allie, thank God, and her phone's going off because. Sienna and Brooke are like, let's call Allie, see where she's at. Right. So Allie's trying to crawl her way out of her room. And man, is she a mess. Which I'm telling you right now, with the, it was an iPhone. I was like, she goes to answer that phone and she has facial recognition on. She's never getting that phone unlocked. <laughs> she is fucked up at this point. Right before she gets to the phone, Art busts back in. And like smiles. And he's got a bottle of bleach and salt in his hand. And I saw that and I was like, oh, no, Such I laughed. Dick. I laughed so hard. He's like salt in the wound. No, he bleaches her first. Right. Yeah. 
And then he salts the wound and his facial expression while he's bleaching. Oh, well, he's salting. He's just like, like he's salt bay marinating a fucking steak. He was so happy with what he was doing. And he's salting her head, the brain. He's salting her arm. She's screaming. I was like, get fucked. This scene was rowdy. But wait. So dead. there's more, Dave. <laughs> He takes such joy in like this mutilation yeah. and pain and torture. It's fun to watch. And like we said, it's almost like it's infectious. I'm just yeah. saying it's the cartoonish Mortal Kombat level of gore at this yes. point. You're just like, holy shit. Yeah, it loses <laughs> some of its shock and just becomes like I, I after this, it yes. loses some of its shock. But up until this point, I yes. was still like, God, could you imagine someone salting your brain? Oof. The, the no. pain level alone, like, well, actually, passed out. it probably wouldn't hurt from Hannibal. That's what he was proven, that you can damage the brain. There's no nerves in your brain. Oh, that's a good point. Now, everything else about it, miserable. Don't worry. She was in a lot of pain, but the brain felt fine. And before the scene cuts, he just tears part of her face off. Yeah, he reaches down, grabs, like, where he cut the slat, the slit down the face. He, like, rips that part of the skin right off. But doesn't he also give her, like, a blood angel? Like, the wings of her back, he pulls those up, too. He really mm. wrecks this poor girl. Then, turns, he puts her, props her up on the bed. No, 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 no. We cut away. Oh, that's right. We yeah. cut away. Because the mom, mom comes, comes home, home, and she's like... Allie, I told you to hand out the candy. I don't know why I turned into Blanche mm. Dubois yeah. there. She does not sound like, like that. No, she just goes, Allie, I thought I told you. The bowl's looking mighty full. <laughs> but uh, she's like, Allie, are you here? And then she sees the window busted and she's like, oh my God, Allie, Allie, where are you? She runs upstairs, opens Allie's door. And this part was the part where I was like, I think I might be done. Like, I was so taken aback by what I saw here. Was he eating her leg to Mark's no. point about being a cannibal? Well, he yeah, had he cut was, it he up. He cutting pieces. Yeah. He was cutting strips of her body off. So her her appendages look like sheet cake ready to be served at yes. a birthday party. Or like yeah. sushi rolls, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yes. She is, her, a lot of her skins, she's on the bed, like leaning up against the wall, like kind of sitting on the bed. Sections of her body are just missing skin and muscle. Like her face is gone. She's like, she looks dead. Art's like carving up her leg and like, look like he's eating it. And like the mom's like, oh my God. And he's like, oh, hey, you want some? Like he just like, like has flesh in his hand. Like, well, oh, hey, you're welcome. He's pointing and laughing. Like, can you believe it? Yeah. yeah. How about this shit? <laughs> and this part fucked me up because she's like, oh my God, Allie, Allie, no. And then Allie starts moving. Allie is still alive. And then she's like, mom. And like, I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Like this scene was so creepy. Evidently, it was like an animatronic they made, yeah. and like they had like pipes and tubes in the wall to make it look like her breathing and stuff like that. Oh my god, so good! It doesn't remove from the uh, the moment of the movie, but you can tell that thing's an animatronic. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. oh, the fact that this scene was so <laughs> damn effective and. You're right. This is the moment. If you can make it through this scene, you've got downhill. no problem with the rest yeah. of the gore. Yeah. The rest is just cakewalk. Yeah. Except maybe the dick rip part. That was a little bit personal. <laughs> yeah. I was I mean, like, not not ugh. cool with this, bro. Right. right. But uh, we'll get to the dick rip. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have helped either of them. But pro tip, if you come home and you see evidence of a robbery and your daughter isn't responding, maybe just call the police and then explore your house or do know. both at the I don't same know. time. I think, I think the, the, like, I don't know if I came home and like my significant other was like not there and I saw like a break in, I would immediately start like searching for them. I I'd probably do both at the same I, time. I would like to say that I'm smart enough to be like, I'll call the cops and then look, I'll probably go with instantly into like protect search mode. 
But the scene ends with Art going to answer the door to give candy to kids, and instead of a bowl, the mother's head. Oh, I forgot about so, that. How the fuck did I forget yes, about that? That was the head is a bowl. Aces, <laughs> such, a, and all the little kids are like, "Oh wow, ew, why is mine sticky?" And the mom's like, "It's just fake blood." Oh, the kid, kid in the fucking uh, football outfit goes to reach another one, and Art slaps his yes. hand and goes, "One," and just holds up a finger like, "One, you little shit." And I was like, "This motherfucker." <laughs> Yeah, that was really He's so good. Pleased with himself too. Like you cannot help but be like just on board with art in this movie. He's his his enthusiasm is so infectious and fun. Yeah, it's terrifying, but like you know, it's just like holy shit. Again, I don't know why I'm standing art now. Yeah, hard <laughs> art simp. I'm gonna change my website to say that that's just how I am now. So Sienna and Brooke are out of the club. They're drinking. She's like, I can't get too drunk today. My mom knows that I could be drinking and it's been a rough week. Yeah. So So Brooke slips Molly into Sienna's drink. Such a dick thing. Dudes don't and gals, people, folks, don't drug your friends unknowingly. Drug them with their permission. (laughs) Okay, look, that's good advice. So one thing I had to question immediately was like, wait, I thought Sienna was supposed to be a high schooler and they're out drinking at a bar. I just assumed it was one of those parties where they weren't. Don't, don't it was question. a club. True. Club scum. Here's the thing. It's a hot she balance was, reference for no one that remembers that. Three of us know that. She was dressed. She was getting drinks is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. That costume. All we needed was a line of like, I got the fake ID ready. That's a good point. You I know. didn't even think about that. They are maybe yeah. even if they're seniors in high school, that's still mm. not Re- 21. Regardless. Point is they get wasted and. Well, we introduced the boyfriend. Right. Jeff. I mean, yeah. Yes. Jeff. Uh, Jeff, the dude. Brooke's, Brooke's boyfriend. Yes. He's wearing a just the tip shirt, but it's actually not a terrible. It's design. a machete with yeah, like blood, blood on it. Eventually they get in the hallway and, and Brooke's like, Hey, by the way, I drugged you with Molly. Let's go have a lot of fun. Then she's it, like, no, let me call my mom. Well, her <laughs> mom's mom calling calls. her yeah, the mom calls. She's like, I better take this. Cause it cuts back to the house and the mom goes into, she hears a noise in the uh, garage and she goes, the and garage, the garage. Sorry, that's correct. Yeah, that's how the British say it. The Queen's English. So she goes. <laughs> the proper English, if you will. She goes into the garage and sees her whole car covered in shaving cream and toilet paper. And it says bitch written on the windshield. Which she references really. She's like, I'm going to be sure to park the car in the garage because the kids next door always vandalize the car and stuff like that. So when she sees this, she, she knows Jonathan must have quote unquote done it because he left stormed off angry. So she's like, oh, the little prick like did this as a revenge type thing. And she's furious on the phone. And then Sienna's like, mom, I love you. And she's like, are you wasted? And she's like, no, I just love you. And she's like, okay, well, I'll calm down. Be safe out there. Again, it was this nice kind of heartwarming kind of like, okay, you know. It's a good last conversation. No, what happens is, is that Sienna's on the drugs and she's feeling all warm vibes. Well, of course. Mom, I love you. I mean, it's not called ecstasy for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, love you too. Don't be too stupid. Hangs up the phone. Yeah. Yeah, She's like, go have fun. After she told her not to have fun. Doesn't matter. (laughs) You're underage at a club drinking. It's all good. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) I mean, she, you know what? She did say, I'm going to take an Uber. So. Anyway, so her mom's get is like, ah, oh, this fucking kid. I'm gonna kill him. He's not getting away with this. He's going to military school. She's cleaning the car. And she cleans the driver's side window. And who's, who's there? Who's sitting in the driver's seat? Art. 
he gets a shotgun. The clown? The clown. Oh, shit. No, yeah. Not the, not the concept. Okay. <laughs> he gets a shot. He pulls sawed out a Sawed-off sh- shotgun. Shot, right. And just a very short sawed-off shotgun. Blows her head just wide open. And you see the top of her head fly across the garage. Yes, hit the wall. It yeah. was very... It, it was a very gruesome, well-done shotgun What kill. I What I really enjoy as art, as a villain, as a slasher, is that he will kill you in any number of ways. Yeah. He's sometimes creative. sometimes Almost it'll be artistic. Right. Hmm. That's why he's named that. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Thank you for explaining my joke that needed <laughs> yeah. no explanation you know, there, Mark. I loved that. He would be a lot less intimidating if his name was Arthur. <laughs> Just going to call that out there. Yeah. Arturo. Arturo. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. That one's in between. Sometimes he will take his time and be delicate and mm-hmm. intricate with his murdering. And sometimes he'll just blow your face off with a shotgun. And sometimes he'll just chain you from stem yeah. to stern. Yeah. It's just how, what, however the mood strikes. He loves his job. Inspiration yes. should be tapped into. You know, you can't ignore it. Variety is the spice of life, gentlemen. <laughs> you can't just kill everybody with machete. <laughs> so That's he true. fucking shotguns are in the face. <laughs> Cut Damn. to Jonathan's out running the streets, being a little hoodlum. He sees the black van mm-hmm. and is like, mm, this is suspicious. With the clown girl in it. Yes. And he's like, ah. Oh. So then he runs back home because he's like, this is some scary shit. And he sees mom, his mom. I saw a clown girl. He sees his mom sitting at the table, face totally missing. Well, we say sit at the table prepped for dinner. Yes. It is it is a dinner time setting. The mom is there with face imploded, exploded. Imploded, I guess. Okay. All right. Missing. Mutilated, mangled. It's meat. Yes. So Art comes out and he's wearing an apron and he's got like a cooking dish. And it's a casserole. He, casserole. Dish. Thank he you. Made I mashed potatoes. <laughs> I laughed my ass off and I was like, this motherfucker had time to make mashed potatoes. That's like, and I got to wonder, was it instant or was it like legit? Ha- how well, long was it? It was in they a casserole. Did not, they did not look instant. They look like, yeah, I know. Dish. That's what I was like. That takes 45 minutes to boil yeah. and then you got to mix. And Art, then, if you're going to commit to this culinary murder scene that you're setting, where was the gravy? Ooh. Where was that damn gravy? Art? Le- leaking out of the mom's face. Yes. That's what the gravy was. God. But he just takes big old ladles of that stuff and just starts smashing the mashed potatoes right into the cavity no, of her with face. He did with his with hand. hand. Yeah, he yeah, it just shoves it in her mouth hole, face hole at this point. I squirmed at this. I was like, yeah. no. Like that was probably the most like uncomfortable moment in the whole movie for me. To Jonathan's shock and dismay. Mm-hmm. And then he gets chased down by Art, and then Art just with drugs him with a syringe. needle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Jonathan is knocked out. This is where Art stands up and grabs the sword and looks at it like, oh, aha, I see you. And that's why I was like, okay, this dude knows what this is. This, There's something here. In the sack with you. <laughs> Into the sack with you. And so then it cuts back to the club, and they're dancing, and Sienna freaks out. Sienna sees the, the clown girl and she freaks out. Yeah, she has like a panic attack in the club. Well, that's more than a panic attack, but yes. Yeah, so she starts screaming. And so then they cut to cuts to the car where they're driving her yeah, home. Yeah, Brooke and Jeff are taking her home. They're like, I can't believe we had to leave because of you. She gets a phone call from Je- from Jonathan. Well, quote unquote. Well, well I was going to reveal that in just a second, but yeah, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Jonathan's like, uh, mom's mom's not home, you know, like they kidnapped me. They had me at the old abandoned like um, amusement park, which every town has. You got to come help me. And then um, Sienna's like, I've got to go help Jonathan. And they're like, it's probably just a ruse. He's just a little shit. Well, no, you know what? We're, I've, I've been giving Jeff a hard time. He's actually not that bad of a, a dude because, yeah, Brooke is like, dude, this is a trick. Your brother's a dick. You've already ruined our life. And Jeff's like, you know what? It's not that far. 
Let's just go. Yeah. And so, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm on team Jeff yeah. or so, Joe or whatever the fuck his so name is. Sienna gets out of the car at the, the place and um, goes to look for, um, for Jonathan. And this is where uh, Brooke explains to Jeff uh, about how her dad had a giant tumor, had it operated on, and then basically got into a car wreck. Then got, it caught on fire and then he burned to death or in the hospital or something like that. He died or some shit like it was his whole elaborate like, holy fuck. I'm calling it. It's malignant. Art is the tumor. Ooh. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's why there's the connection. Okay. <laughs> okay. You are my father's tumor. It's not a tumor. But he's like, you know what will take our minds off this? A big bag of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jeff, my man, you are prepared for any situation. When, when, when life gets me down, I like to snort. And it was funny, though, because Brooks like, like, that doesn't do anything for me. He's like, well, first off, you're lying. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, damn, Jeff, that's a bold statement there. She's like, I don't like it. She's like, he's like, lies. Everybody fucking likes this. And Brooks like, ha ha ha, you're right. And so then they, they do some cocaine and time passes. And Brooks is like, hey, where the fuck's our friend? <laughs> yeah, they're parked in the carnival. Sienna's out looking for her brother. And meanwhile, she's texting Jonathan. She gets a phone call, but it's all broken up and she can't understand him. And then she's like, where are you? And then in giant capital letters, it says the Terrifier. Yeah, I, I don't know. So is art known as the Terrifier in the universe? <laughs> you know. Or is this ride the source of all the power? Oh. The ride is called the Terrifier. Oh. Because at first I was like, okay, movie, you can't <laughs> yeah. just do that. Yes. <laughs> but that, what day is that it? Portal? Friday the 13th. <laughs> but that portal to hell is in the bottom of the Terrifier ride. So maybe. Maybe so. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think art is the Terrifier. Maybe even it's though the ride. Woo. You would have been uh, not remiss to think so based on the first movie because there's no callback to this at all. Yes. But we <laughs> can all agree we want to go to this ride. This thing was like the mm. coolest haunted house shit ever. Like the giant. doll room alone that Jonathan wakes up in where he sees the little girl cutting her face yeah, off. There's like a demon church. Mm-hmm. There's like a giant rat. There's a doll room. All there's the, stuff. the pit of despair. I mean, there's all yeah. sorts of shit. It looks fun. Get it together, House of Torment. It looks fun. I like your... It looks fun. It looks pretty good. I check it out. Good time. So Brooke's like, hey, where's Sienna? She's been gone a long time. She's trying to get a hold of her on the phone. And Jeff's like, all right, you're not wanting to make out anymore. I'm going to go take a piss. He goes outside and starts taking a piss and gets stabbed in the dick like 18 times. Bam! <laughs> oh, what a sh- And then Art just leaves him. That I did, I did, well, he rips the dick off. Also, shout out to Damien for going, you know what? When you're drunk and fucked up and you got to piss... It's not a huge stream. Well, it was just like a, like a kind of more of a dribble mm. as opposed to a full on piss. And I was like, yo, shout out, man. Sometimes you gotta like movie piss. Sometimes you just gotta like dribble. Realism in your yeah. movies. And yeah. then you get stabbed in the dick. Yes. Yeah. Because as one does. Every piss needs to be like Tom Hanks in a league of their own. If you're and, not pissing like that, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and so as Jeff is on the ground, um, Art, to add insult to injury, rips his fucking dick off. And mm-hmm. we say like rips it off, not like cuts it off, just like grabs it, rip like a fucking ape. Ugh. It's like you're taking the neck off a turkey. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Runs up to the window, puts it on the glass for Brooke, and she's like, oh, hell no. He well, breaks the window out. He had also written just the tip on the windshield. Oh, I didn't see that. Like Jeff's shirt. Oh, okay. Fucking clever. Yeah. Art, Okay, man. well played, Art. Well played. Guy knows how to be a clown. You mad genius. So anyway... <laughs> So he pulls Brooke out. Her leg is now fucking slashed from going through the, the broken car window. Mm. She starts running after Sierra or Sienna. Well, she kicks Art right in the fucking dick, and that apparently works because he backs off, and then she skedaddles. His look of like 
frustration when she does that. He's like, you butthole. How dare you <laughs> kick me in the face? This is not how this is supposed to go. Turns out, still vulnerable to kicks. So, so she runs inside to look for... Um, uh, uh, Cayenne, Cyan, Cyan, Cinnamon, Sienna. <laughs> Cinnamon, Sierra Carpeting, Sienna, uh, Sienna. Uh, so she's running in there, like running away from Art. Art's doing his slow walk catch up thing. That was great. Sienna is still trying to look for Jonathan. Does she find Jonathan at this point or no? Well, what happens is that uh, Brooke calls out for Sienna. She hears Brooke is okay, coming. She goes yeah. back. She doubles back and to get Brooke. Finds herself right into the restroom from movie one where Art was getting dressed. And you can see his name has already still been painted. Is that Art. the same restroom? Yeah, where he was cleaning up and putting on so the clown makeup. So the Terrifier makeup. is the, the hub for this demonic shit. Do yeah. you think this is the carnival that the girl, it has to mime be. parents... <gasps> yes, I think that's why I checked. What? Which is why it makes more sense for Art to be that girl's dad. We don't know. We don't know, but Art is already a mime. He's okay. already he's already familiar with the situation. Like the, he lives there. He lives in the terrifying. Maybe Art is a familiar. Oh, could be yeah. a lot of questions. Anyway, we don't have let's answers. Let's get into to. this. So Brooke so, now gets trapped in a bathroom. Right. She's like slinking up against the wall as Art slowly coming at her with. This homemade table leg club that has all the sharpest oh, items Chekhov's poking out of it. Chekhov's bedpost from the beginning where he was putting all these nails and knives it's, and shit It's so it. Looney Tunes, though, because you don't see that first. She pulls out a stick, right? She pulls like a construct, like just a regular two by four, and then he pulls his out. And then behind his back, you like pans around, and he's holding fucking like acid. A jar of surgical acid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or medical acid. What I don't a, know. Yeah, it's what it's a, the strongest acid in the world. Like I was reading about it. Like it's mm -hmm. supposed to be the stuff they use in like uh, morgues where basically it can like, it just having in contact with it can kill you. Like Oof. just contact with it is enough to kill you. Damn. Well, Art throws it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> her face is melting off and then he takes the club. Bubbling and <sighs> And bashes her in the chest with that club. Over and over. Whoa. He hits her. He hits her in the back. She goes down. Her leg is bent. He Ugh. kneecaps her and her knee explodes. To me, this I was, was like, that was one of the roughest ones. Yes. That was oh. When her knee like explodes, I was like, oh, no. Like, I was like, this can't get any worse. And then he just busts her open like a fucking pinata. Yeah. And you know, then it starts digging through her, pulling out chunks of rib cage, which I thought was a nice effect. Way mm -hmm. to go, movie. Yeah. And then pulls out her heart and then eats it. He's regenerating. You think that's what it is? It's gotta be. He's getting more powerful. I think you might be right, dude. Because we're all excited about this now. We're like, we're in. I, I think he's getting more powerful every time he eats somebody. Because think how easily he collapsed that girl's chest. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. That's true. And like, think all the way back to first movie art. He was powerful, but he wasn't collapsing somebody's entire chest in one swing of a bat. Mm-hmm. Good point. So Sienna comes in and sees the bloody Chaos, pulp on yeah. the ground and Art is standing there in the in the fucking doorway like, see what I did? You like my work? What do you think? What do you think? Huh? Huh? And she starts advancing towards Sienna and then Jonathan pops in behind Art and she's like, Jonathan, run. They get in a kerfuffle in the bathroom, Sienna and, and Art, and he ends up banging her head against multiple oh, he's, windows. he's manhandling her. He's like beating the shit right. out of her. And she gets knocked out and then Art pursues Jonathan. Hate it. Yeah, he doesn't kill her, which I, I have a note. I was like, why? Like, again, this is where I think there's a connection between the two. Well, it's like, who, which one is the important one? Jonathan mm -hmm. or Sienna movie? Which one is it? Is it both? Well, I and see, why? I don't know. Yeah, because he didn't, he, she didn't need to, or Art didn't need to capture Jonathan to pretend to have him. Like, at no point did Sienna go home to know that Jonathan was actually captured. It was all based on the pretend voice of the little demon girl. Yeah. So he could have killed Jonathan 
So this last third of the movie is by far the weakest part. Well, I thought they like, were going to like put themselves into Jonathan and Jonathan was going to be like a young art clown, like growing up or something like that. Maybe like it was like 2.0 oh, or like something. Oh, like a skeleton key situation. Except he starts fucking eating Jonathan later on. Like yeah. he starts eating Jonathan. He's like munch, munch, munch. And I'm like, oh, I guess he doesn't need him after all. It's bananas. So anyway, he leaves her for dead. He goes to get Jonathan. They're doing this whole thing where he's about to fuck up Jonathan. She gets back up. You know, she's revitalized. She goes and like, there's this whole scene where they're trying to like duke it out. Yeah. A lot of the next like 15 minutes is they fight in one room. They separate. They fight in another room. They separate. And I do like that art is using this whip, this whip style weapon that is like a, like a chain with like it's scissors. Like a, it's like a cat of nine tails and it's yeah. got like, like scissors and spikes and hooks on the and end of it. So walloping Jonathan in the back, like over and over again. And at one point Sienna like jumps on top of him and she starts taking the well, wallop. Yeah. She, yeah. And the real passion of the Christ type feel yeah. here. Like she's like taking the beat and it's all slow motion. Yeah, you yeah. see her face like, like I'm happy to take the beating to protect Jonathan. And I was like, there is some like biblical allegory stuff here because again, she's got angel wings. He's fucking devilish. She's getting whipped. I'm like, yo, there is some connection here. Yeah. But, and then she turns the, t- turns the tide. Right. She like the, grabs the, it. The whip gets caught in the bracer of her costume and she's able to grab onto it and pull it back. And then she starts whipping. The tables have it. been motherfucking turned. That's right. Uh, and, and she's whipping the fuck out of him. And art is just kind of like, he's surprised, but also enjoying it. And I was like, you know, he just never loses sight of like how fun this is. And she does end up with, she had the club that had all the uh, items, like the sharp the items, and, and she yeah. gets art in the back of the head and then leaves him. Cause she thinks he's dead. Leaves him to like pull when it he, out of the back of his head. When it's stuck in the back of his head and he looks at the camera and is kind of like, it's a living. I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. So he falls and she's like, okay, Jonathan, let's get out of here. They're going to leave. But of course, art's not dead. We know this. Right. And art- this is where he gets shot by Jonathan. And he also gets shot. He gets stabbed. This he, is this is during the, this, this is during the guy. fight because after she starts whipping him, he turns the table on her and he knocks her down. He's about to kill her. He's about to coup de gras. Oh, that's like, where he gets kill. shot. And then Jonathan sees the little like half shoddy in his um his ankle holster, which was a great little thing. I was like, nice. He grabs it, shoots Art in the chest. Art goes down, and that's when like, okay, well let's get the fuck out of here. Bam! Art surprises them. Uh, there's a whole fight again. So many fights at this point. There's yeah. a fight again. And Art stabs um, Sienna through the chest or the stomach with the uh, the, the, the Valkyrie, Valkyrie blade. blade. And she goes down. And he kicks her and she falls through the floor into this sub-basement with this giant like lit portal. Red portal, which it was a portal to hell. Like whatever this was. It and was like a hellscape. It's lined with like those makeup mirror uh, light bulbs. But red. Yeah. So again, I, I really, it really looked like a portal to hell because it yeah. was sub-basement. It was lower, lower, lower. And then like you could hear screaming and all this stuff coming from the hole. Well, what she falls into is a tank of water inside of the clown cafe set well where everything's on fire and all the kids are dead with zombie eyes just like singing the songs at her and she drowns she 100 percent dies in this scene yes mm-hmm. but then unexplicably her wound starts glowing red the sword blade starts glowing red well what's when and she wakes up jonathan it's when um art is upstairs eating jonathan and he starts crying out and he's like sienna help me you gotta help me and then she like sort of hears it and then the sword yeah like fucking power of gray skull style starts electrifying with red like lightning she like her wound heals in her stomach with the same red lightning she's resurrected and then she busts out of the water grabs the blade comes up and then now she's got the the upper hand on art 
stabs him in the back, chops him in the neck, slices his throat, and then, yeah, he kind of leans over, and then she just takes his head off. Well, she raises her hand like, I'm going to cut your head off, and he's like looking at her like, you wouldn't dare, and then out of nowhere, he goes, smile, and he turns his head like, go for it, and I was like, wow, what a great, like, weird moment for Art, even in the face of, like, death is like, fucking go for it. I'm not worried. Yeah. He cuts his head off, and then we go to, back to her. She goes and comforts Jonathan, and then they turn around, and they see the little clown girl. Holding mm. Art's head. Who walks up, picks up Art's head, and then like listens to it and laughs like he just said something fucking hilarious. And then she walks off into a room with it. They both see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then credits. And then credits. Ah, but we got another scene for you. Just kidding. Yeah, this movie isn't long enough. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to a psychiatry ward. Victoria, who'd torn off Monica Brown's face during the interview, has been locked away. Chris Jericho is like the security guard of the place. And we're looking at one of the gals who's, you know, got a, got a clipboard with notes. And she's like, nurses or whatever. Yeah. They're like, how's our star patient? She's like, man, you wouldn't believe it. You know, that kind of number. But then they start hearing noises down the hall. Well, the, the nurse starts humming a song. He's like, yeah, what is that song? I think I know that song. She's like, oh, Victoria has been humming it all day. And right. it's the clown cafe song, which I guess what? Is this supposed to be like a canon song now that we're supposed to equate to like Art the Clown? Because I I could have done without him having a theme song. Yeah, if this is his theme song, weak, <laughs> weak. Hopefully part three will give us a better one. But she's like using blood from between her legs to wipe all kind of obscenities on the wall in her. Yeah, whore, slut, you know, Victoria plus art yeah. in heart. And I was like, wait a minute. Right. Because again, don't forget, after she got mauled by art in the first movie, she's now killing people. So like what happened there? I don't know. Great question. Great question. So the orderly, she hears the noise coming from the room. She runs down there and she's like, oh my God. After Victoria's finished writing the, the stuff on the wall and blood, she lays on the ground and starts shooting blood from between her legs and is like clearly giving birth to something. Her stomach is like bubbling and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I thought she was going to give birth to a tiny art. <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a tiny art with a human sized adult head on it. Well, you were like, close. Yes, that would have been amazing. Of- Tiny art with human head. <laughs> Love it. But Victoria, like... Uh, like Wienerville, nurse- those little yes. guy puppets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, the nurse looks at the thing as like, holy shit, uh, starts unlocking the door. Number one, don't do that, ever. If someone's locked in one of those units, you call for help. Um, she unlocks the door, runs in, and you see Victoria there with her mangled face mm-hmm. has given birth to Art's head attached to an umbilical cord. The severed head. And it's laughing and smiling and is clearly alive. Laughing quietly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, not out loud. He's a mime. Yeah. He's miming laughing. As covered an hour ago. And, yeah. then, and then the nurse is like, no. Like, oh my God. Troll two style. Mm-hmm. Boom. Nailed it. End of movie. That's the end of the movie. We get more credits. And then we find out that the animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Good. Yeah. Humans, maybe. Animals, no. So that's Terrifier 2, and I gotta admit, I'm sorry, this movie was fucking great. Was it too long to sit and like watch in the background? Yes. But was it a great experience compared to the first one? I thought so. I'm giving it three and a half stars. Out of what, five? Yeah. I don't know why I keep asking that. It's always at five with you <laughs> I will tell you if it's never five. Yeah, that's good for our new listeners, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five I'm, stars. I'm gonna go with three. Three, okay. I dinged it a point, a full point for the length and half a point for its uh, open-ended uh, narrative. I went one for each of those. Okay. And everything else was good. I do highly recommend this movie. I, I think it, everybody should watch it. I'll give it a three it. and a half, too. I'll give it a three and a half, yeah. too. It's fun. It's just long. 
Yeah, it's a drag. I wish we watched movies together. I would enjoy it more if I watched it with other people. Probably because, so. Now, the problem is usually when I watch these movies with other people, they're like, like they fucking hate Terrifiers type of stuff. And there's like, this is pointless and gruesome and not necessary. And I'm just like, oh. But I had fun with this one. Mm -hmm. um, some of the gore was definitely like, oof, this is going to be hard to explain. Well, the gore was what you hated most about the first one. You're like, I don't need this kind of shit. Well, I don't need that kind of stuff. But here we are. And it is the same level to me. Mm-hmm just spread out over a longer period of time. But what I felt was different is art was so much more enjoyable in this and what he was doing seemed to click a little bit more per situation. And maybe that's just because I, I didn't have to rely on, oh, a clown's killing somebody. Isn't that clever? Mm -hmm. And this, it was like, oh, the clown's killing something because that's what he does. Let's, what's going on with Sienna? What's going on with Jonathan? I had something else to grab onto. Okay. So if I felt like, like, oh, this is gratuitous and pointless, I'd be like, well, we're going to get to something that has some meat in a minute. Hey, what's up with that dad? Hey, what's up with this sketchbook? You know, like I had other stuff to occupy my mind other than like, isn't that crazy that a clown killed something? Because okay. yeah, it was very comparable. You're right. But also art had more of a personality in this, you know? Like seeing him at the laundromat, seeing him interact with that like little clown girl. Okay, something's driving him. Something's at play here. In the first one, it was just like, He's bored and he wants something to do. So since they brought a little of them, uh, you know, lettuce, tomato, pickles, mayo to this horror slasher sandwich, you're like, there's more to enjoy here yeah. than just the meat, which yeah. is, in my opinion, the kills. He's an art burger in paradise. Well, it's like if you get... If, if you, if you, <laughs> you win, John. If you get a burger and it's like a turkey burger, you know, you get some other condiments to be like, okay, you know what? I can make this work. Although turkey burgers are great too. So three recommendations for yeah. Terrifier 2, it sounds like. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that I'm saying yes, but mm -hmm. yes, I recommend Terrifier 2 at least once if you're into horror. Like if if you're like not super deep into the genre, start with other movies. Yeah. There's, there's better like gory movies out there that you can like get the same feel. But if you're just, your balls deep in it and you're just looking for something fun and crazy and over the top, Terrifier 2 could be a good way to go. Well, Damien Leon said he's already working on the third script for the movie and he promised me personally, because I felt like he was talking to me directly mm -hmm. through this interview, that he will not allow another movie to go another two hours and 18 minutes. Oh, thank God. He will split it into two if it gets to that point. Yeah, he also said if you had any ideas for the story to just tweet him, because he does not know where to go from here. <laughs> Damn, John! <laughs> so hardcore. Just kidding, just kidding. I mean, it, it, I need a professional head cannoner out there to help me cinch this movie like, up. This is like Halloween 2, though. Like, what do you do? Do you just keep having Michael Myers, you know, kill... John says yes. John says absolutely. Yeah, That's does. why they he does. Exist. But I think you know you need you need a little bit more to it. So I'm glad he's going that direction. I like to see where he goes with it. Just like Halloween ends. Yeah, it may not have been your cup of tea, but I'm excited to see where you take a narrative. That's a little bit different than what we come to expect, but well, Terrifier 2, check it the fuck out. The Grave Talk's interested to see where Art's story goes. Yeah. Maybe we can get Damien Leone on the phone. Not Maybe after so. my comments. <laughs> like, John's not going to be there. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> He's absent from this next episode. I want him off the podcast if you want this interview. Well, Garrett, what are we doing next time? Next time we are doing our fifth year anniversary episode, five years of this nonsense. How did we make it this long? Five wow. years of y'all hanging in there, dealing with this bullshit. But we're glad you did, because next up we've got the 2022 uh, recent movie, uh, Smile. Oh, right, man, that one came out of nowhere. Yeah, that one's- Surprise. That one's a little bit crazy. Um, it's on Paramount Plus, if you have that. You don't, it's also available for digital. The physical coming out December 13th. So when last time I said it was available December 13th, that was the physical only. So you lied to us. Also yeah, coming out on physical soon, Mad God in December. Fucking finally. Mad God's getting a, a Blu-ray release with a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff. But Pick then after out. that, after uh, Smile, we've got our Christmas episode, Silent Night, Deadly Night. 
Finally, we're getting to the classic. Made an executive decision to not go with uh, Violent Night, the David Harbour movie. We're going with the the classic Silent mm-hmm. Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm. Pay respect to the roots. I think that just had a physical release come out too. Like a, You're right, like yeah. a 4K yeah, thing Yeah, 4K upscale. Then we got one more episode in there, and then we got Garrett's birthday episode, Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. So for all of our Sleepaway Camp fans out there, that is finally coming up. So, man, we got some stuff lined up. Well, gents, any final thoughts on Terrifier before we wrap? Negative. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. All right. (laughs) We'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us.